Tri-State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. The other day, I pleasured myself to the image of Mrs. Buttersworth. She got me there like I was on the express A-train. Bing, bang, boom. Talk about a river of ejaculate. A volume I had never seen in my lifetime. Now I know what the villages of Pompeii felt like. Where they were rained down on hot lava. I was... I rained down on those villagers with frothy ejaculate. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Oh I've boy. just been handed an oh urgent boy. and horrifying news story. Uh-oh. And I need all of you to stop Ruh-roh. what you're doing and listen. Ruh-roh. It looks like somebody could be in trouble. Oh, boy. Welcome, by the way, to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Um, wow. This, not good. You know how there's a celebrity out there, quote-unquote celebrity out there, who's had this idea that they were going to become a lawyer? You know, and they 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 fight they failed the baby bar once and then they were only allowed to take it like one maybe two more times. And if they never passed the baby bar, they would never get to pass the real bar and have not passed the real bar yet, by the way. By the way, this celebrity is also known for her curvaceous ass, her horrible taste in men. No, no, not Taylor Swift. No, Taylor Swift has talent. This woman has no talent whatsoever. Her name is Kim Kardashian. And she's been on this kick to get convicted people out of jail. Like the one lady who who dealt cocaine was given a life sentence under, by the way, Joe Biden's policies. Those were the bill he wrote in 1996. And this woman who had never offended before, she got a life sentence. Because she had, like, crack. And crack was bad. Crack was whack. So Kim Kardashian got her out, and she, I think she got one other person out. Well, she's working on a new one, and they've even had a Spotify broadcast. Uh, her new podcast series called The System. This latest episode, Kim was detailing the story of Kevin Keith, who's 58 years old, who was convicted of murdering his ex-girlfriend, Marichelle Chapman, her four-year-old daughter, Marche, and Marichelle's aunt, Linda Chapman, at their home in Ohio in 1994. He has been in prison for 28 years, but insists that he is, in fact, innocent. Kim believed him so much, she says, I'm going to launch my podcast series, The System, about you. But... Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it 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 says that two people who survived the shooting, Quinn Quinita and Quentin Reeves, the cousins who were six and four at the time, who actually saw the man carry out the crimes, they weren't interviewed for this series. They weren't talked to. They weren't called. Nothing. <laughs> The one cousin says Kim never bothered to contact him or my sister and claims she just wants to make herself look good without checking the facts. She did not contact us, not one time. Why aren't they contacting the victims? I don't care what Kim Kardashian says. He did it, and he's not getting out. Ruh-roh. Oopsie. Oopsie-daisy. Oh, good God. Please let this be true. Please let this be the egg on her face that she needs just to stay out of the... I mean, this is bad. Kevin Keith, a drug dealer, was convicted of triple murder in 1994. He remains in prison but has support uh, the support of Kim, another wrongful conviction activist who believe he is innocent. Good God. That's fantastic. Let's say some good mornings here. I, I, I just that story just came across and I wanted to get it out there real quick. Uh, looks as if uh, Battleborn in Nebraska first one here says good morning family of Assland. Derek says good morning ass family. Friday evening, good morning uh, to you, Battleborn. Straight Fire says happy turd day, ass AIG. Well, happy turd day to you as well. Oh, my lucky the one and only bratty kid is in the house. <laughs> a knee slapper! Yeah. It's a knee slapper! <laughs> uh, that, okay, there you go. I didn't think that song was going to end. All right. Uh, that means more Cemetery Gates on the way. Swoosh says, good morning, ass family. Happy Thursday. Andrew says, what's up, ass family? Hangtown Jen in the, in the house. She says, morning ass, slipping in like a cool kid just as class begins, sitting like I've been there the whole time. Not to worry, we haven't gotten to our Chinese word of the day, which is piss off. Piss off in Chinese. 滚蛋。滚蛋. One more time. Piss off in Chinese. 滚蛋。滚蛋. 滚蛋. There you go. See, educational programming. That's what we do here at ArnieRadio.com. <laughs> so it says, poor Kim Kardashian. Hot mama, happy Friday Eve ass, indeed. Uh, she was bamboozled, LOL. Oh, let it be true. Just let it be true that Kim didn't do all her fact-checking on this. And this is, like, in fact, a guy who's terrible and kills people in prison, too. Oh, if only that could be real. Oh, but you know what? There's a lot of good stuff happening. Uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be on the show today. We've got, I got a lot of great stuff planned for Joe today. We're going to have a lot of fun. But the big news this morning, oh boy. Oh boy. Alec, Alec, Alec. See, I, I looped the no, no, no's there.
Alec Baldwin has reached a settlement with the slain cinematographer Helena Hutchins' husband. As filming set for January, DA says the deal won't stop the criminal investigation. Alec Baldwin, who's always maintained that he did not pull the trigger. Um, now Matthew Hutchins, Helena's husband, will serve as executive producer on the film when the production starts in January, meaning he's getting a fat fucking paycheck. He says that his wife's death was a terrible accident, and now he's rich, motherfuckers. Russ director Joel Souza says that the decision to continue the work on the film for Hutchins' legacy is bittersweet. Uh, and by the way, Alec Baldwin just sold his Hamptons mansion. I'm sure he has another one. But uh, he, he sold his Hampton. I, I wonder if this is going to the new executive producer as well. Because terms have not been released. I like that, that, that this husband now becomes an executive producer. I would just say, am I Alec's boss? Do, do I get to boss Alec around? And if I hear, oh, well, I, I'm sorry, then I can't, I can't sign the settlement. Oh, I can boss him around. Can I make him get me things like food? Okay, I can't. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much. I would, ma- I would make Alec Baldwin quit this movie. Oh, yeah. Alec, I know we're filming way out in the middle of nowhere, but I could really use a couple of Whataburger fried apple pies. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to need to get on that. No, it, it, it doesn't matter. I, I, I'm going to need that to, to keep filming. He sold the Hamptons mansion so he can claim he's Canadian, not subject to prosecution. Treat him like Chris Rock was the director in jail and Silent Bob's was a strike back. Oh, God. His kids are nothing to write home about, I'll tell you that. And his, his wife is, uh, she's all right, I guess, but. I just, I, this whole thing, I'm glad he's still going to face prosecution, and I, I, I hope that his lawyer somehow goes, well, the, the, the family members, they did accept uh, quite the contribution. Well, sir, that's not what we're di- discussing here. I hope he goes away for a long, long time, but he won't. I mean, we, we, we know he won't. We, we know that if he gets a year, that would be something. I don't even think he'll get that. I think he'll get one of those. Y- you know, it's going to be one of those things like, uh, you, you remember when all the, the chicks in Hollywood were getting arrested? When, like, yeah, yeah with, with Freckles, what's her name, Lindsay Lohan, when she got arrested, Paris Hilton got arrested, they all did, like, an hour and a half in jail, and then they were released. That's what's going to happen to him. It's Alec Baldwin. He's... He, if that could happen to Paris Hilton and Freckles, that they were only in there, he, he's a tad bit of a bigger star. 
Maybe I can earn some extra cash making his Hamptons estate into a Vipro home. <laughs> so as your name runs through the credits on the movie that killed your wife, how does that make one feel better? How does that replace a wife? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Look, there's daddy's name. It's above mommy's name. Unless this guy was like a spiteful guy. Like, I was mommy's boss, too, but she never, ever wanted to recognize that I was the boss. So now my name is on top of hers, which means I'm the boss. It will be community service, and he will satisfy it with free movie tickets to Rust. Oh, thank goodness. Now, here's the question we're all asking. I'll ask it because I got the balls to ask it. Do you keep the scene in the movie? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll go there. I ain't afraid. I ain't afraid of no ghost. In the, in the legendary words of Bernie Mac, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Do you keep the scene in the movie? I say, fuck yeah. If you want asses in seats, yes. So here's the real question. Here's the real question. not Because uh, we know, look, look. We know from a business standpoint of this, if they, they, they leave that scene in, people are going to go just for that scene. But do you think Hollywood's going to allow that scene to be kept in the movie? That's the bigger question. Because I'd fucking keep it in there. It'd be, uh, see, I was wondering the same thing. Hey, Dad, when did you become a producer? Oh, when Mom took a bullet for my fame. I'm going to marry again and get a star on the Walk of Fame. Of course, why see the, why see the movie if it's not in there? Maybe they'll do like a fourth wall break a la Mel Brooks. No one is going to see this movie. I don't know why they're even bothering releasing it. It will tank. I'll tell you right now, it'll have a great opening weekend. This movie will not be a critical success. This will not be a success of any kind. I, I, I'm betting that with this response of people, it is going to be released massively. This isn't going to be one of those straight-to-cable releases, which is probably what it should have been. But now they got a chance to sell tickets to it. People are going to go for just that scene. And if that scene's not in the movies, then they'll, keep, they'll put it in the DVR version And because people are sick. People want that scene in the movie. <laughs> if I'm the husband, I'm going to be on set every day. Alec, this next scene is very intense. To get that intensity, we need you to jam this stick up your pee hole and action. <laughs> By the way, how are those hot apple pies coming, Alec? I'm feeling a little weak here. My blood sugar is a little low. But no, I look, look, for... 
This movie has a big first weekend, and by big first weekend, I mean it finishes in the top five. That's probably between five and eight million dollars it makes on the weekend. After that, it completely goes away. This movie will not be anything. I mean, honestly, let's think about this film. If you want to call it a film. Alec Baldwin is playing in a Western. That's all you need. Come on. That That's almost as ludicrous as Nicolas Cage in a Western. And the bad part is I think Nick Cage could probably pull it off a lot better. Howdy, y'all. I'm Nick Cage. I, I don't do a Nick Cage. I'm sorry. I, I just don't. Oh, gosh. The next time you hear a Democrat say, follow the science. Follow the science. Just look at him and go, practice what you preach. Democrats that are blaming climate change with for, for Hurricane Ian are at odds with science. Uh, Democrats blaming Hurricane Ian on climate change, trying to politicize the pain and suffering of Floridian experts, say. Multiple experts contacted uh, argued that there isn't sufficient evidence to suggest climate change caused Hurricane Ian or any individual natural disaster. The experts' comments come as a series of media outlets. Democrats and progressive commentators continue to blame the hurricane on human-caused global warming. Hurricane Ian slammed into southwest Florida as a Category 4 on Wednesday, causing more than a million residents to lose power. Because this has never happened to South Florida. Oh, it has. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Former Democratic Senate candidate said, Ian is a climate change hurricane. This is somebody that used to be somebody who represented people. It is a textbook example of climate change impacting people. The senior fellow at at Progressive Think Tank Institute, Race, Power, and Political Economy. Oh, God. Other experts have rejected arguments, arguing that individual storms cannot be linked to climate change. Look. Once again, once again, let me let me walk you through this. It doesn't take that much of an education because I figured it out. It's around the H's that the storms intensify. Yeah, I think hurricane season starts back in like August. Let's see, A, D, E, F. 
FG. I mean, they, there are a couple of exceptions in there, of course, but usually it's H I J K. Those are the big storms. Look, Ian is right in the middle of it. All you got to do is look up big storm, bigstorms.com, and you're going to see those names in there. You're going to go, hmm, Hugo with a J. Or uh, that was with an H. But Hurricane Hugo was huge. This idea that, that these storms are, are bigger and more, it should, be, it should be pointed out that this is a, a year for really not that big of storms. If we look at the grand total of storms and what's happened, it hasn't been that bad of a season. It's been bad for some people. I'm not going to say it hasn't. All of Florida's fucked. But to say it's climate change is ridiculous. <laughs> was it a big storm? Yes, it was a big storm. But we've had big storms before. So instead of listening to these people, I, all you got to do is do a little bit of research on your own. Not even asking for much research. And you'll see that it always happens right about, it, it, it's a little pushed back. It's about a month behind. I mean, when Hurricane Katrina hit the Gulf Coast, that was the first weekend of football season. So it was like September 5th. I remember it because I was going to the game and I didn't want the game to be canceled. I didn't care about New Orleans. I cared about the game. So, it, I, fuck the big storm. That was a that was a K. H I J K. So that was two storms even later than Ian is now. So, get off this this idea that oh it's climate change. Okay, well I tell you what, you tell fucking India and China to clean up their act, and then I'll be right there to join in. You're welcome, idiots, dope fiends. Climate change, no weight. Global warming, no weight. Ice caps melting, no weight. Water in a hole in the ozone layer. I mean, while I, we were within three degrees Celsius of all temperature, all time temperatures. I know. Oh, I know. And hey, if you're a person that wants to save the Earth, more power to you. I'm not. I'm not criticizing you. I'm not lessening you as a human being. Do your part. I, I commend you for it. I, com I, I commend you for having the desire to save this place um, or, or leave it better for your children. I, I commend that. But I, don't, I don't litter on the street. I don't do anything like that, so I'm good there. But other than that, fuck that. Man, oh, man. Why, why do we have to fix all the world's problems? This is a question I will ask until the day I die. Why is it America's... And, and, and you can give me an answer, and I'll take any answer you got. Why is it America's job to fix everybody's problems? I mean, whenever there's a skirmish going on, people think that we should be involved in this Ukraine-Russian thing. 
They're going to say, hey, America, where are you when Taiwan gets invaded? Why is it our job? Hey, America, we need you to pay for all of NATO and all the United Nations. Oh, okay. Why is it our job? And if it's our job, then we should be able to do it without anybody saying, hey, whoa, you can't do it that way. Hey, whoa, fuck you. We're paying for it. We're going to do it the way we want to do it. All they want is a boogeyman to scare everyone. That that being climate change, COVID, Putin, it's all about using fear to keep people in check. Yeah. Arrogance and hubris, in my humble redneck opinion. No, it's a great one there. Because we go around saying how great we are, how everyone else needs to get in line to think the way we do. And we take and take and take from other countries for profit and our own standard of comfort. That's why. I agree with all that. Here, I, I think we are great. I don't care if everyone else gets it. See, that's the, that's the difference. I don't care if other countries get in line with us. I think what we have here is amazing. And if they don't want it, fuck them. I'm cool with it. You want to live your way. Hey, more power to you. We work for us. Y'all, y'all, y'all want to be head women for showing their faces in public? You go right ahead. Who am I to tell you you're wrong? But how about this? How about you don't beat up on little people around the world? Otherwise, we'll have to be called in, and we'll kick the shit out of you, and we're going to take all your oil, and that's what this is all about, and we'll talk about that in the next story. But, ugh. Fear like immigrants. Uh, fear like wall. Every party has their own stupid fear-mongering and boogeyman. Yep. They should take it away from our national debt as well. Well, what they should do is they should do this here. Um, Joe Biden, boy, he took one. He took a shot in the face yesterday. Complains that OPEC and oil cuts are short-sighted, and he releases more of the strategic oil that we have. You know that that the stuff we're supposed to keep. He released more because OPEC said, "No, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna drill for a few fewer gallons uh, this time." So uh, sorry about that, there, America. Sorry that you completely rely on us now. <laughs> Thank God that orange man isn't in there with those mean texts. Because you guys would have enough oil for you and everybody else. Good morning, hoes. My weekend has begun and I fucking deserve it. Yes, you do. He's releasing the reserves in an attempt to keep prices low because prices have been jumping up dramatically. I I just... What did we do as Americans? What, what, what was it? Was it because we voted the mean, evil orange man in that we we're all going to be punished for four years? And then four years after that, is that what it is? Because the these things that are being done make zero sense. 
we're we're gonna we're gonna go off our own oil and we're gonna be reliant on foreign oil again. That just sounds dumb. Like if I really want a sandwich bad enough, I can make a sandwich at home. I don't mind getting sandwiches out, but if I really, really, really wanted a sandwich, I can make it in. See, and and, and that's kind of what I equate this to be like. Sure, you can go out for premium sandwiches, and that's fine, and that's dandy and everything. But, man, when you've got all the fixings at home, why not take care of that there? But, once again, I, I'm, I'm not quite as smart as uh, Joe Biden actually is. By the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV AIDS. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitute being sued. Come on. And I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. Oh. With the passage, oh, I hate reading this, of the Inflation Reduction Act, which, by the way, had nothing to do with inflation whatsoever, the U.S. is now poised to make the most significant investment ever in accelerating the clean energy transition while increasing energy security by increasing our reliance on American-made and American-produced clean energy and energy technologies. Did Kamala Harris write that? I got to hope that they're not showing us something. I got to hope this is like one of those tricks you'd get on Christmas Eve. Like you get a booby prize on Christmas Eve and you're like bummed. And then Christmas Day, you get the, the, the good Christmas gift. Is that what the government's not telling us? I mean, the government's not going to give us anything good. But is there some sort of technology out there that's working that they're not telling anybody about yet? Because they want to make sure that we can do it all here in America? Did they figure something out? Did they make a combustible engine out of just air? I recently sent a Venmo request to a few people I know who voted for Biden with the reason you owe me gas money for this bullshit. <laughs> when, when the maker of Toyota comes to California and says, oh, sorry. Uh, It's nice to meet you, Gavin, uh, Governor Newsom. Um, you are batshit crazy. I, w- I was at this meeting, so I remember how it went. And uh, Gavin just kind of shook his head. And then the, the, the Japanese guy from Toyota once again went, Hey, Oh, no. 
No, no. Say ciao. Passerine. He like to say um, he welcomes your ideas about transitioning from fossil fuels to newer energies, um, but there is no way, let me underline that, no way in hell we're going to get you that many cars made by then, you jackass gasoline. Did, did, did everybody get that in the translation? That was a long one. That, that, that's what happened at the meeting. And then he stormed out to the local sushi restaurant and sake bombs. That's what happens. I'm sorry. I can't, my, I, I can't tell you more because of my security detail. But, yeah, I mean, he, he was not a happy camper. I, I remember hearing him, like, 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 you know, you're riding with him, and he's just like, you see, idiot. Look at the translator and translator's like, yeah, he doesn't like the governor very much. He thinks he's an idiot. Let's see? Yeah, yeah, you didn't know that, did you? I spoke I, I spoke fluent Japanese. Fluent. It's from watching all them karate and kung fu movies back in the seventies on Saturday afternoons. So yeah, I was there. I, I, I saw that meeting happen. I couldn't tell you guys. Because then everybody would want me to hang out with you when I'm in town. And I couldn't do that because this was, you know, an important meeting between Toyota-san. Mr. Toyota. Sorry, he and I became close. I, I, I couldn't let you know I was in town. Sorry. Sorry about that. Next time. Next time, I promise. Gavin wasn't very happy to see me. My joy's on you, fuck up again. You were there and didn't take out Gavin. I'm severely disappointed in you, Arnie. Well, you know, I I I, I was just going because I knew this was going to be, uh, Gavin was going to lose face. And that's big in Japanese world. You don't lose face. Now, that was one more thing. Yeah, he was like, when he was leaving the meeting before, you know, Gavin's walking him down and, He's he's in the car and he's like, which it, it it's translated loosely as like, get out of here, bitch, because I just served you face face face. That that was the translation. The guy who runs Toyota Motors, he's he's pretty fucking down to earth guy. What I've learned from this show is that you, if you know Kung Fu and someone's attacking you. If a man comes attack you and you know Kung Fu, you're going to high yah him, right? I mean, y- you are. Nathan, call 911. That's a huge bitch. You know I don't speak Spanish. Uh, did you take the Toyota to the uh, country club? Hey, this is a restricted club, so don't tell him you're Jewish. We, di- we didn't have time for fun and games. This was a, this was a business meeting. And, and Toyota's son, or I'm sorry, Mr. Toyota, he, he, he didn't have time. You know, we went to the governor, did that thing. You know, we wanted to go to Disneyland. We're like, we're not that close, sir. Can't go there. 
So we, we had to go to Fisherman's Wharf. He ate at Bubba Gump's. He, he, tourist. He, he, he's, a, he's just a tourist. He was walking around. He wanted the little, it, it was funny. He wanted the little donuts. He, he signaled over to his guy. He's like, which I, I guess is like, hey, get me like three of those donut sticks. Old boy came back with two, and man, Mr. Toyota was not happy with us. Hey, 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 they, they do. Hey, they own. Hey, Which is, I said three, not two, you idiot. I picked, I, I picked up a lot, a lot on this, uh, the, this fact-finding mission that I went on. Um, but yes. Joe Biden poop. That's all he would say is about Joe Biden. He, he, w- he wouldn't say anything else. It'd be like, what do you think of Joe Biden? Joe Biden poop. I looked at his translator. He's like, what do you need me for? I'm like, okay. <laughs> means the same thing. All right, cool. I wonder what the Japanese phrase for holy shit. Look at them donuts. Holy shit. Look <laughs> at them donuts. Oh, man. How great would that be? If you could get a, a good old boy like me that does end up like working with these people and translates and tells you what everything was said. That's a TV show right there. That is a TV show. Because you know good old boys like me, we don't hold nothing back. Man, he called him the N-word. Oh, man. That is just funny stuff right there. All right, so uh, Joe Biden's losing oil daily. Fantastic. Way to go, Joe. His, his, his relationship with Toyota Motors is sketchy at best. Oh, this is great news here. North Korea, they're at it again. Those wacky kids, those wacky kids there in North Korea have just fired two more ballistic missiles towards Japan. After Washington and South Korea conducted military drills, Kim Jong-un, when when are you going to realize that one day you're going to bite off too much for China to chew. And China's going to be like, you can do it now. Go ahead. Do what you need to do. That should be our Chinese lesson tomorrow. Holy shit, look at them donuts. If I could find her saying, holy shit, look at them donuts, I, I will do that. Maybe I'll write her. Didn't Kamala say we all good? Well, she she pledged our allegiance to North Korea. Whoops-a-daisy. Had to take that one back really quick. But what, what did I say? Did I say North Korea? Oh, I, I, I ain't fucking with them crackers in North Korea. Uh-uh, you know I'm down with the South, girl. When is the inner sister going to come out in, in Kamala the Indian giant? That's what we all want to see. We, we don't want to see this gentrified, you know, hunky-esque chick in the office. I want to see a fucking sister. 
I want to see her show up with wigs on, big old nails. Oh, God. If she showed up like Medea one day, that would be so fantastic. That would that would be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Looks like I'm driving Mr. Daisy. <laughs> driving Mr. President. Come on, Joe, we did it. Right we do. Right I did. Am I in Delaware? Delaware's lovely. Haven't been the same since that bike crash. Or was it the time I fell up the stairs? I don't remember which head injury it was, but I haven't been the same. Maybe it was when I was in Nam. No, no, I didn't fight there. I was just in there one night and got really drunk and fell down. And I'm sure when North Korea finally does invade Japan, President Biden would advise the best way to prepare for that is to get vaccinated. Arise, good morning to you. Oh, man, we are only a couple days away from the Red River shootout. Yeah, I might have to call the University of Oklahoma today. See if anybody's working there. I, I, I doubt it. I mean, it is OU. So we'll see. But uh, North Korea is shooting these missiles off, showing, hey, check us out. We ain't fucking around here. What, what? Look here, Chihuahua. We're about to let the fucking two gigantic Rottweilers in here, and they're going to duke it out. If you want to be in here for it, you can, but I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't advise it. North Korea stays in that. Oh, boy, they're going to get chewed up pretty damn quick. They're going to be calling it the land that was once North Korea. Because it is going to be evaporated. I mean, uh, th this is like, what, 70 years we've been holding on to this grudge with him? Let's just let it go. Fuck them. Fuck them. Well, look, 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 China, you like take as many as you want right now. Offer like free boat trips there, whatever. You, you can you can fly airplanes too. That's fine. Just get them there. You've got until this date, and on this date, we're going to wipe off the the world of North Korea. Because it, it's doing nobody any good. North Korea is just suckling, just completely suckling the fat of China. Their people are starving. Their military is starving. The ruling power is the only power that eats there. That's that's not hyperbole. That is not a joke. That is a real life situation. They have these fake stores set up when ambassadors and people like that come to town. 
It is not a good place. It is not a safe haven. Hell, I wish we could take the fucking migrants there. I imagine if the plane tickets weren't so expensive, we would be dropping them off there. Remember that line in the original Red Dawn when the kids are asking the major who's on our side, and he says, England, and about 500 million screaming Chinamen. They ask, I thought it was a billion. He throws his whiskey into the fire and flares up. He says, there were. (laughs) Bez homie Trump is over there playing with these buttons and laughing. We'll see. We'll see. But I just, I I liked America better when North Korea was afraid of us. I'll just say it. Because North Korea is just, they're flashing their dicks at us. They're like, hey, we're North Korea. We've got bombs. We're going to use them on you. Suck it. Now, this is interesting to see here. Um, Cannabis is about to become legal for millions more Americans uh, as five states put it on the ballot in the midterm elections coming up. With 60% backing law change despite expert warning of dangers. Let's see, uh, Arkansas, Maryland, Missouri, North Dakota, South Dakota will decide next month for pot over 21s. I could see it passing in Maryland. Arkansas is going to be tough. Missouri, most likely it passes in. North Dakota and South Dakota probably will pass in. Campaigners warn of the dangers of America's speedy experiment with legalized weed. It makes much more potent drugs nowadays and markets the drugs at teens. Voters in Oklahoma, Wyoming, Florida, Nebraska, and Ohio will also hold ballot measures in the coming years. You don't ever hear that about Texas. Texas? That, look, look it, I don't know what the dangers are, Jen. They seem to believe that it will lead to more hardcore drug experimentation. I disagree with that completely. I don't believe that it's a gateway drug. If you want to talk about gateway drugs, then then you have to talk about alcohol. And if you talk about alcohol, see, this is why when, when weed first went on the ballot in California, it should California should have easily been the first state to pass weed. And they didn't, and it's because the, the weed people that were in charge of getting it on the ballot tried to, to match it up against alcohol. Alcohol is loved in this country. You don't realize, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this just to say it. Americans love their alcohol. Do not fuck with alcohol. 
And the pot companies tried to throw all the shade they could at alcohol companies, and they have legit shade to throw. Alcohol companies ate that up and just used everything they could against them, and they've got more money than God, these alcohol companies. And that's why it it, it failed so miserably. The first time, which I was surprised at. Then they realized, oh, wait a second, don't take on the alcohol people. We can probably get it passed. Lo and behold, it got passed. Oh, that gateway, that is the superhighway of pot. It's a gateway to 7-Eleven, a gateway to chubbiness and tops. It's a gateway drug, the gateway to better sex, better sleep, great high without a fucking hangover. Look. I agree with y'all. I've, I've done the research. I have actually done the research and have seen the, see the, the benefits of it. I use it. I'm not afraid to say I use it because I know I, I and it works great. My knees aren't in pain. Get up, get down, no problem. Uh, pot is also dangerous for people with heart conditions, risk of arrhythmia, or low blood pressure. That's why I don't even think about it. And 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 see, that's the whole thing. This is the thing that I think is so great about legalizing it and talking about legalizing it is why not let the market decide? If you legalize it and people in your area don't buy it, then there won't be a need to sell it in that area. And then you can get together and you can make your own little town laws that maybe then turn into state laws once again. But see, once again, you control it. You control the destiny, not some, not some bureaucrat somewhere. You get to control that. Have a lot more people tried it since it's been legalized? Of course they have. That's going to be true of pretty much anything out there. If it's been illegal for so long and they say, hey, this is legal now, people are going to try it. For the, fir- uh, the first time I remember the pop people were against the way it was going to be taxed. I just tell people, you should live your life. You want to you use marijuana, use marijuana. You want to use the other shit, you go right ahead. I don't need to use that shit anymore. Alcohol, don't miss it. I really, I, I, I don't miss it. The only, the only time I ever think about missing it is if I'm at a ball game or something like that, and it would be fun to be having beers with people, but I really don't miss it then. Pills, I can't say that I miss them. I, I don't miss being addicted to them, being a slave to them at all. I, I'm the the easiness to go to sleep. I miss that, sure, but no, the whole addiction part that kind of ruined it for everything. But and and weed is one of these things that a lot of people swear by.
And I think it should be one of those things, that at least medicinally. I, I think it's still illegal in some states medicinally, which I just don't understand. Uh, Ogre says, trust me, I have zero problem with people using cannabis, weed, whatever, but making it sound like a miracle drug is patently dangerous. Oh, sure. You won't miss the ball game beers, Arnie. They're like $15 a piece now. Okay, then I won't miss that. No. Sneaking them in? Well, we, we used to be able to do that. I don't think you can do that at all the new, you know, ballparks with all their security measures and all that kind of stuff. I think I think this is good to put it in the voters' hands, see if they want to legalize it. If they want to legalize it, let states legalize it. Let them fight it out. I'm all in favor of that. I, I wish, though, we could be in favor of this altogether at some point. Um, authorities have seized 15,000 rainbow-colored fentanyl pills hidden in a Lego box. It was supposed to be distributed in New York City. New York City! The largest such seizure to date, according to the U.S. Drug Enforcement. Uh, fentanyl, a synthetic opioid, 50 times stronger than heroin, is among the leading drivers of a nationwide overdose epidemic that has claimed more than 100,000 lives in the U.S. in the past year. The cartels mass-produced the fentanyl pills in rainbow colors to brand them and mimic candy (laughs) so children will use it. Bravo. Boy, those cartels. Get them younger. Start them younger on this. Very good. Very, very good. Uh, I thought about trying some for anxiety and whatnot, but learned that it lowers blood pressure. But if it gets too low, the heart makes up for it and beats harder and harder, leading to PVCs or full-time arrhythmias. Since I got PVCs, I was like, nope, I'll just jerk off and meditate. She's now they're yeah, yeah, they're targeting bratty kid with the Legos. But hey, if you believe our vice president and the czar. Of the border. You believe her, everything's fine. That, that, that southern border is safe. Nothing to see there. It's so safe, North Korea, our friends could come over here. Oh, whoops, wait, they're not our friends? Oh, shit. Whoops, a daisy. I fucked that one up. My bad. Can we, can we do another take? Oh, this is live? Okay. Uh, how about we do it in three, two, what? Oh, I don't need to count down. This is live. Fucking Christ. Oh, and it looks like, here's our final story of this break here. Uh, it looks like Elon Musk might be actually buying Twitter again. They accepted his proposal for $44 billion. 
Deal expected to close within weeks after months of legal back and forth. So did he get rid of all the bots? Like, I'm not sure here. Um, with all fentanyl and meth, then the uh, cesspit known as uh, the cesspit known as Albuquerque might be almost a nice place to live. But seeing with the countless crazy, strung out homeless fuckers everywhere is like L.A. in the high desert. Oh, I, that that just that sounds lovely. That sounds gorgeous this time of year. Man, oh man, let me let me pack my bags for Albuquerque. Let me get right on that. So by the by and by the way, do we give a fuck that Elon Musk is gonna own Twitter now? I mean I'll I I will live up to my word when he takes it over, the day he takes it over, you guys can start following me on Twitter. Uh, Swoosh says, no, the bots are still there. 30 of my 30 followers are bots. Three Fire says, thanks to Walt and Jesse Ogre, it's all fucked up. Yeah, fucking Jesse Pinkman. Son of a bitch. Uh, let's see. I look forward to the hopeful Wild West that will be Twitter when Elon finally takes over. That would be great. Uh, well, well, it would kind of help uh, before the midterms. It would be nice. I mean, it would be nice if there was a place you could go and actually, you know, tweet or write something out there that are your opinions and you don't get canceled for your opinions and you don't get heckled for your opinions. Maybe you have discussions about your opinions, but that's it. Because everybody has opinions. Look, I get mad when I read people's statements and their opinions about things that I like. I I don't like them. Do I answer every one of them? No, not every one of them. Sometimes I do if I'm pissed off enough. But I I don't want to see that person permanently banned from whatever social media source it is. They have an opinion on something. I was talking about this yesterday, and it really made me think a lot about this all day yesterday. That about 70 years ago, we wanted to arrest a young man that was entertaining this country by singing and dancing on stage. We wanted to arrest him for that. 70 years ago. That's not that long a time ago. And I want you to think about how silly that is now. That because Elvis shook his hips on TV, they were going to arrest him. When it was just, what, 25, 26 years later that, that the USA Network had Dance Party USA on? Not to mention the countless hours of Soul Train that had been on.
And by the way, a lot of people in America were going to allow Elvis to get arrested. For dancing. And I know it sounds crazy now, and we, we sit here and go, well, we were so antiquated back then. We still are to this day. Look at the last topic we talked about. Marijuana is still treated like fucking that, that damn movie High Anxiety. Everybody thinks they're going to freak out on it. Easy does it. Maybe it's not for you. I'm not saying it's for everybody. Maybe it's not for you, but maybe it is for some people. Let them do it. Even more recently, NWA was arrested for singing about police brutality. Sure. Ridiculous. The rap music is what brought upon the warning labels. By the way, the warning labels were put on CDs by, that's right, you guessed it, a Democrat. Isn't that crazy? Gal by the name of Tipper Gore. She was quite a pig. And she led her little revolt against uh, putting these uh, parental advisory stickers on albums. And I got to say thank you to her for that because I would not buy an album if it didn't have that on there. So thank you for letting me know that's not the clean version of this. That's the worst thing in the world. When you buy when you go get a CD and you get the clean version of it, you're like, "Oh man." Pop was more fun in the 90s when you got it in brownies from the parking lot of a concert. I mean, that's what people told me. <laughs> All right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS. Uh, it's arnieradio1 at gmail.com. If you'd like to write the show, then please feel free to do that. Uh, if not, uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is coming up next. Pass away Well I've been doing fine On the Houston time And when the sun sets on Coconut Bay Welcome way up where The Red River flows on down To the Rio Grande Well I was born a native Texican And I'm proud to say that I am Yeah I like Texas Well ain't it fine here Shutterbuck beer, yeah, I like Texas Man, there ain't no doubt Just listen to me, cause I know what I'm talking about Now there's old dance halls and them little cafes Where you can get a taste of the Lone Star State Strap on your boots and have yourself a laugh or two well, there's no line dancing, just straight romance in that hill country love. Well, 
Well, it's what I fancy where strings run clear and Lord, the skies, they are so blue. Yeah, I like Texas. Well, ain't it fine here? I like to pick my guitar down at Old Green Hall and drink that Shutterbot beer. Yeah, I like Texas. Man, there ain't no doubt. On a lukewarm beer to go On a Sunday side of a road trip weekend Lordy, I was feeling so low When somebody flipped on a jukebox And I heard old Bob Will say Well, won't you stay all night? Stay a little longer so I held on another day Yeah, I like Texas On a Saturday night Everything will be just right down here in Texas Man, there ain't no doubt You just listen to me Cause I know what I'm talking about But yeah, I like Texas Well, ain't it fine here I like to pick my guitar down at Stubbs Barbecue Drink that shiner box beer Yeah, I like Texas talking about Sometime in the night So I'm flying down to Houston With forgetting her the nature of my flight As we taxi toward the runway With a smog and haze reminding me Of how I feel Just a country boy who's learning That the pitfalls of the city Are extremely real All the nightlife and the parties Temptation and deceit, the order of the day Well, it's a bloody merry morning Cause I'm leaving baby somewhere in L.A. Well, it's a bloody merry morning Baby left me without warning sometime in the night So I'm flying down to Houston With forgetting her the nature of my flight
our golden jet is airborne And flight 50 cuts a path across the morning sky And a voice comes through the speaker Reassuring us flight 50 is the way to fly And a hostess takes our order Coffee, tea or something stronger To start off the day Bloody merry morning cause I'm leaving baby somewhere in L.A. Well, it's a bloody merry morning, baby left me without warning sometime in the night. So I'm flying down to Houston with forgetting her the nature of my flight. Yeah, I'm flying down to Houston with forgetting her the nature of my flight. Talking about aftershock, yeah. Aftershock starts today. Was it? Is it Discovery? I liked it at Gibson Ranch. I, to me, Gibson Ranch was a, a, a much funner one. Parking sucks there. Parking sucks at Gibson Ranch. Parking sucks for all festival shows. 
I just say I, I had a, a great time at Gibson one. Not that the ones at Discovery weren't great, and, and I didn't have a great time there, but I don't know. I just like the way that one was set up even better. Uh, one of my favorite songs I wish was from there, Deep in the Heart of Texas. Yep. Um, all right. Time to call the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. We got a lot of talk about today with Joe. Ah, here we go. Make sure the phone's working. Oh, it sounds good, too. Hello. Joe Murphy. Oh, wait, let me get that uh, speaker on. Hey, uh, how you doing, Arnie? Hey, uh, is, is this the Joe Murphy, the man of the hour, the, the, the man with the power, the man who's too sweet to be sour, six that, foot two, eyes of blue, uh, 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 254 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. Is this the Joe Murphy? Well, I am a member of WW, which is, <laughs> we don't call it Weight Watchers. I'm also a member of, of, of Duncan, so that's, you know, but, uh, yeah, I'm a few pounds lighter than that. But, okay, um, all right. I, uh, yeah, it's me. How's the audio coming through this morning? Fantastic. You sound like a million bucks. Well, you got to tell it. Look, buddy, two million. Yeah, well, the, the question, the question everybody wants to know today, Joe, is how's Giselle? I we uh, we know we know that you're an international sex worker, and we know uh, that yeah. there there's problems in Brady Land, and and if anybody is going to know what is going on, it will be the man of mystery himself, Joe Murphy. Well, let me tell you right now, you may want to throw on Blondie's "Call Me" right now, right off the bat. <laughs> Because uh, I am an American gigolo. Yes. And uh, she has the name of Giselle for a reason. You know what I mean? I've over a couple of times. I've talked to her a few times. She's not very upset. You know, she wants to take the kids with her. Um, she claims, uh, you know, well, what, apparently Tom's got a great arm. But that's not what she's interested in. Uh, 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 ah. He's over five when it comes to downstairs. You know what I mean? So he, <laughs> she's upset about that. Um, but uh, you know, I, that's what I do. You know, I satisfy. It's yes. what I, it's what I you know. So um, you know, but uh, I just got off the phone with her a little bit ago, and uh, she's. Uh, she, I asked her if she wanted to move into my studio apartment. Right. She, think about it okay you know, but, okay uh, see because the the word is that she's walking around town without a ring on she met with a spiritual healer is that what you went was that your cover this time with spiritual right. healer i prefer life coach you know okay uh but uh yeah no she has a spiritual healer um yeah i don't know about that yeah i, I heard some i heard some stuff about pete davidson Hanging out with her. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Tom's got to get that fucking handled. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Really? I know. I Oof, know. Boy. Boy, oh, boy. There's no going back after Pete's been in there. Pete Davidson. I mean, and, you know, I mean, how many Kardashians did you do, Pete? Now you're looking <laughs> for Giselle? Come on, buddy. Um, I'm gonna, I, mean, I might start hanging out with that dude. You, you should. I mean, as much ass as he gets, boy, you could get some, you could get some quality. Yeah, he. I guarantee he knows a good tattoo artist. <laughs> or 600. Um, yeah. So the other big news here, um, uh, congratulations maybe. I, I don't want to say. 
But uh, Hillary Swank at 48 years old is pregnant. It, did, did we have anything to do with that, Joe? No, I did not. Uh, Hillary Swank um, is, uh, I like women that look like women. Okay. No. So, uh, not a big fan Hillary, of Hillary Swank. Uh, I can't believe, you know, at 48, is that healthy? I guess. I mean, she's expecting twins. I mean, women can have babies older now. Not that 48 is too old, but. Yeah. And, then, and then, you know, it used to be, you know, when I was a kid, it was who's her husband. Of course, now today, who's the baby daddy? Yeah, who's the baby daddy? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I, I guess, baby daddy. I guess or good for even, her. Or even a man involved. And maybe it was just a test. Uh, Petri dish was involved. Uh, her husband, Philip Schneider, is claiming this one. Okay, well, that's a good thing. Okay, I mean, well, I was just wondering if if Joe Murphy was getting around. I no, mean, I no, mean, I, I am, I am, I am faithful to Giselle. Okay, all right. Well, it, for now, for now, you're faithful to Giselle. For now, you know, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I got, I've got, I got a few calls. Apparently, the Miss USA pageant the other day. I got a yeah. few calls out of uh, the hotel there, but uh, you know, a couple of Tiger Woods's mistresses have called me. Sure. You know, sure. There's all kinds of stuff going on, well, you know, because it's when, what I do. When, when, you know? when you are the male prostitute extraordinaire, people are going to know your name. And don't forget, I've got the movie Black Cock Down coming up. I'm <laughs> yes, starring in. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait to see that one. Oh, it's incredible. But <laughs> see it on the big screen because yes. you'll need that. Yeah, if you want to see it in IMAX, yeah. there's some stuff that's tough to see on me if you oh, don't I, get up close. I can so. imagine. I can imagine. Uh, were you watching Monday night when some idiot ran on the field? Yeah, with a stink bomb. Yeah, he ran out there, and linebacker Bobby Wagner fucking laid his ass out and another player. I guess the guy is now suing. He, I, I think he's like, yeah, or, or he, 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 you know, like he went to he went to the police, filed charges. You know, that's the first thing I thought of because I mean, you know, security, you know, obviously uh, is, uh, you know, security is, is, is who the guy from uh, Smokey and the Bandit, you know, the sheriff. Mm-hmm. I mean, so they can't catch him, so they got to get a linebacker from the Rams to catch him. But I, he, I first thing I thought of was, man, this guy might have a case because you know he laid that guy out, man. I mean, that's you know, there's a law like you know, if you come at me with your fist and I shoot you uh, in self-defense, I'm going to be in trouble. You know not what I mean? Florida. I mean uh, not in you Florida, can't... you're not, baby. That's just crazy. But I'm glad. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. But uh, I thought, wow, he really laid that guy out. <laughs> you're probably going to hear more about this, and sure enough, we are. And, and you know, here's the thing is, I, I think these people that run on the field deserve that tenfold. They oh, I des- love it. I they, love it. Oh, yeah, well, I, I think they deserve it, too. That guy who tried to burn the American flag at Dodger Stadium and the, the Dodger player took it away from him. I, I'm but, all for in favor. When, when idiots decide to cross over onto the line to get the holy shit beat out of them. Yeah, and like instead of bobblehead night, it should have been the stoning, you know, like yeah. we're going to stone the guy to death on, uh, right, and on the seventh inning stretch. They, uh, they, there's a new show on the Vice Network. It's called uh, Tales from the Territories, and it's old wrestling stories back when it was, you know, you had your Mid-South, you had your AWA, and they're telling the story about when fans got across the line and they would punch guys or whatever. 
they would bring the fans back into the locker room. The, the, the cops would bring the fans into the locker room. And the cops would say, do you guys want to go home or do you want to go to jail? The guys would be like, well, we want to go home. And then they would let the wrestlers kick the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's uh, there's something to be said about eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth kind of thing, you know. But because, you know, El Chapo used to say, El Chapo used to, uh, he would, uh, you know, he wanted to you know, get the, the, like, you know, get a, uh, some Something through, you know, obviously uh, through uh, get his drugs to be able to get through a city or mm-hmm. a border, whatever. And he would make him the the, the Marlon Brando an offer he can't refuse. He, he, I'll pay you like two, three million dollars if you do this. If you don't want to do it, I'll kill your family. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I think I'll get. I'll take the rich option. Rather yeah, than, that, that's one of those know. deals you can't refuse, right there. Yeah, like it was. I mean, the guy was. He he make you. He pay you a lot of money if you do it. But if you were like, no, I didn't want to do that. Well, then I'll kill you. So yeah, I'm gonna go with option A. Yeah, well, let, let's do that. Let, well, I'll be on your take for a while. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, all right. Uh, people are talking like on the ticket it's disclaimer that you purchase zero chance uh, to win ticket he bought waves all rights. Yeah, pretty much. And and, and I mean that's what's kept Major League Baseball clear from whatever. Uh, you know, a ball goes into the crowd, but now everybody's got nets up everywhere. You can't get foul balls. You can't get broken yeah. bats anymore because a bunch of damn pussies ruined it for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, uh, um, you know, yeah, like you said, there's nets everywhere. There's, you know, you got to stay alive. You got to stay alert at the ball game. Yeah. I mean, look, look, I love uh, the Reno Aces. Uh, it, was, it was that. Uh, Great, uh, Greater Nevada Field, or if, if whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Greater Nevada it, Field. It's, it's a, a, the sponsors of uh, a credit union, I believe. Greater Nevada Credit Union. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great ballpark. Yeah, Amazing really nice ballpark. ballpark. Really is. And, and uh, look, if you get seats down on the baseline, you got to be conscious of what what size batter is up. If you're sitting on the first base side. You better be watching when a right-hander's up there because if they get it late, that ball's coming right at you. Right. You know, you know they're, even, they're even talking about the, making first base coaches, like uh, especially in the minor league, wear a helmet. They this already do. This is little league. They already do. The first base coach doesn't be out there with a helmet, you know. Uh, you know, make sure he has his retainer in, too. Whatever, <laughs> you know. I think – I think that they they require major league base coaches to wear batting helmets now. Uh, is that new? Because I I haven't I haven't noticed that. I think so. I, I'll have to watch. I mean, uh, the season ended yesterday. We got to talk real quick about the baseball playoffs before we get into our amazing week that we both had last week, my friend. Um, oh wow. Uh, but before uh, major league baseball postseason starting, it was you know the Rangers won. They gave up the damn 60-second home run of bastards. Uh, you know, they won the ball game, though. Yeah, they won their last two. So, it, a good way to end the season, winning the last two. Hmm. But oh, the playoffs are set. That, that, you know, I, I like to see when the Rangers win. But another thing huge, both on the same weekend, this happens very rare that Nebraska and the Texas Longhorns both with victories this weekend. Yes. Last weekend. Beautiful weekend. I mean, and this weekend's going to be even prettier. I'm just telling you. But we got we we got to wait on our picks here. Right, um, right. 
So uh, and I don't want you bail on Kipper Gore anymore. You know, Al Gore invented the internet, buddy. He did. He did. I I have to apologize to yeah, my creator. You wouldn't have this show if it wasn't for Al Gore. Darn right, I wouldn't. Um, uh, first one. Uh, let's see. We got the uh, the the Cleveland Indians. By the way, Ernie uh, Ernie Hudson. You know, on uh, uh, TBS, the guy who's yeah. right on there. He called the the Guardians the Indians like three times last week. It was fantastic. God bless him. It was so fantastic. So we got the Indians taking on the Devil Rays. The winner of that gets the Yankees. Seattle in Toronto. The winner of that series gets the Astros. Right. Seattle. Hold on, Seattle. I got to pull it up here. Seattle's playing who in the in the uh, divisional or the wild card? Toronto. Toronto, right? Okay, we obviously we don't we don't vote for Canadians. The only thing we want from Canada is beer and maple syrup. Exactly. Exactly. Right. They can so, keep their sorry form of bacon. I like ham better anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canadian <laughs> bacon. It's called ham. <laughs> okay. Who do you like? Okay, so my Padres got in. I'm yeah, very yeah, happy yeah about we haven't that. we haven't got to the National League yet. So the National League is uh, the Padres and the Mets in the wild card round. They face off against the Dodgers, and then the other uh, wild card is the Phillies and the Cardinals. And the winner takes on the Braves. I'll, I'll tell you what. Going back to the AL, what you started with, mm. uh, I like because it's just nothing better than you got to go with uh, the Cleveland and the Yankees to, to, for the uh, okay. uh, for the divisional. I like uh, that. I like game. that. Uh, so I like Cleveland to win that and to go on to play the Yankees. Uh, and then, uh, of course, I got a big Seattle and Houston, and Seattle play Houston in that okay. one too because I won't vote. Plus, uh, you know, I told you Mitch Williams lived at my house, right? And uh, and, and 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 I mean, my mom would stay up and cook him dinner. Uh, he would we would play catch in the backyard, and uh, and then he'd take out a few fence posts. I mean, the guy could literally throw through a brick wall. I would catch it, but I would say, Mitch, three quarter speed, buddy. And he would just bring, he would just bring it, dude, just bring it, you know. And then I you know if I missed one, I'd be catching it, and uh, you know, take out like a fence post. And my mom's in the kitchen. God damn it, you know, it's a, it's she. She cooking meals and stuff, and then when I when I met him at Wrigley Field when he played for the Cubs, he just tossed me an unautographed ball. You know, I was like, oh gee, thanks, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, thanks for that. I was like telling my body, get ready to meet Andre Dawson, buddy. We're going to the locker room. No, he just threw me a ball. Um, so uh, I, I'm not a Toronto fan. Um, so I like the uh, I like the Mariners there uh, to take on Houston and the National League, where there's just I, I I like St. Louis to beat the Philly. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to be pulling for the Padres. And, and, and man, if my Padres could get it and beat the Dodgers, oh man, you know the Dodgers. I don't think but the Dodgers lost like three games this year. Yeah, no shit. The Dodgers are on fire this season. Yeah, that's great. I mean, they, yeah, they say the Dodgers have like the best minor league system in the major league. So. They're up there. I know the Rangers won the double A, and I think they finished pretty high in the triple A. So the, they're talking a lot of, about the youth movement in for the Rangers next year, which I'm excited about. But we'll see. I mean, I'm sure they're going to trade most of them away. I, I didn't and I didn't check the latest in, but you know our Reno Aces are playing are in the playoffs, playing to uh, for the triple A championship. Nice. I don't know if they're. 
I don't know, you know how the PCL plays the American Association, but I don't know if they're there yet. But I know they did win. Uh, they did win their division here. The all I got to do is check out Chris Payne's Instagram page, and I'll find everything out. No, you won't. You won't find out anything. You'll just see him in his beard <laughs> at a local at a local pub pretending to drink a beer. Oh. Uh, if I just looked at it right now, I'd say the World Series that I'd like to see would be New York, St. Louis. Really? Yeah. I like well, it. And, uh, you know, and that was a kind of a classy move. What was it? Pujols, Wayne, Wayne Wright, and uh, what, Molina, is it? Yeah, all retiring this year. All retiring, you know. So that'd be cool to see them. But, of course, I got to go with my Padres. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to thank uh, who was it, Tatis? That's not going to be playing. Right, right, because he he used but, PEDs. Well, he got a little extra Nyquil for God's sake. Come on, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, but uh, yeah, but thanks for doing that, buddy. So I, I'd love to. I, of course, I'm. I mean, you know, it's not often the Padres are even in the playoffs. So, but so I'm pulling for my Padres, and and then I just I, I I'm so sick of seeing the Yankees in the postseason. So I'm going to go with. Uh, uh, I would like to see the Indians and the Padres. I mean, excuse me, the uh, the the Guardians. The Guardians, the okay. Galaxy. Okay, yeah. Well, that'd be something if they won a World Series the first year they were called Guardians. That, yeah. wouldn't, that wouldn't seem rigged or anything. That's just like the dumbest name. What, why, why, I, I remember seeing why they start, They named them the Guardians. What was that? I mean, just, where did that even come from? I mean, you couldn't be like the, the you know, the, the Tomahawks or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean well, well do, you, do you know where Indians came from? This is this is one of the most interesting things of white guilt I've ever seen. So it was back in the 30s. They had a player on the team who was a Native American. And he he didn't play very long, but they wanted to honor him, so they were like the they were like the Cleveland Spiders. So they changed to honor the first Native American to play in the American League. And they changed the team name. An eight-year-old girl came up with the idea to call them the Indians. And right. that, and that's how they got their name. And now they changed it to Guardians because, well, Indians is so bad. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and uh, I, I have known some Native Americans. I do. I knew a few Native Americans, and I've met Native Americans throughout my life. A lot of them wore Cleveland Indians ball caps. Sure. It's like they were, you know, and what's crazy about that is they were named Indians because they thought, well, who was it, uh, Columbus or was it Ponce uh, de Leon or whatever, no, that uh, he, he thought he landed in India. Right. And that's why they were called Indians. Well, well because uh, they're, an Indian is basically someone who's from, well, India or Indiana. Right. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's where the Ku Klux Klan was started. I yes. apologize. Uh, oh, Steph, you, you tuned in a little late. Joe has already talked about him reaching out to Giselle, and, and he is he is somewhat of her spiritual healer. Okay, and uh, Stephanie, if you're in need of guidance, please, <laughs> Arnie, give her my 800 number. <laughs> Gladly, never will do that. Uh, oh, all man, right. Go wreck her life, too, right? <laughs> all right, time to pick some college football, Joe. Joe, we're going to start with your team. They play tonight. You're, you're no, two they and play three. Tomorrow, I believe, don't they? Oh, Friday. I'm sorry. I thought today was Friday for a second. My bad. Um, the, the first game will be uh, Friday night. The Nebraska Cornhuskers on the road 
against the Rutgers, what are they, the Scarlet Knights? Well, uh, yeah, the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers, yeah. Uh, real quick, just real quick, I wanted to say that, uh, um, you know, that uh, the reason Elon Musk bought that Twitter is because he wants to make it like where it's just there, where you can just, they don't, they don't uh, censor anything or anything like mm. that. So it's interesting to see what will happen there. But, uh, yeah, it's actually it's a doubleheader. We got a, we got a, a doubleheader on Fox Sports 1, Nevada Wolfpack. We got the Jay Norvell, the former yes. coach from last year, coming to town, one of the worst teams in football, uh, coming to take on the pack. That's the first game on Fox Sports 1. The second's Nebraska. And uh, at the road, yeah, you know, Rutgers – is the New Jersey State School, by the way. Yes. It's where, yeah. it's where Tony and, Soprano wanted to go. Oh, yeah, the Meadow? No, yeah. no, he, Tony wanted to play football at Rutgers. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, instead he was curb-checking people's mouths instead. <laughs> okay. uh, Nebraska at Rutgers. Let's see, they're going to New Jersey. You see, the you go to New Jersey, you're not, there's nothing to do so except to focus on the game. Nebraska wins that game. I, we got a little spark. Going on, I do like that Casey Thompson. We got Mickey Joseph, former Nebraska quarterback, the interim coach. This is his like interview this season. It's his interview for head coach. So uh, I think there's a little spark there. Rutgers has really got nothing, uh, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, of course I'm going to take Nebraska because even you know I'm a Steelers fan, but when I bet sports, when I bet on games, I'll even bet against the Steelers. They're my favorite NFL team. If I think the point spreads you know too big or something, sure, you're, but I you're, never you're smart. ever have a ticket that has the team Nebraska's playing on it. Never, ever. Oh, no. I, I can never, ever bet. I, I can't bet on the Longhorns, and I'll never bet against the Longhorns. Yeah, I'll bet on yeah. them, but uh, no, not against them, yeah. So I like Nebraska in that one. Minus three points. Uh, Nevada, you did mention the Nevada game, and since there are a lot of listeners in northern Nevada, Nevada's at home this weekend. Uh, a night game taking on Colorado State Friday night. Uh, Jay Norvell returns to northern Nevada where he will be, I hope, booed incessantly. And Nevada is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. Uh, they. I've read a few things. You know, Colorado's and they, I, not counting really the Broncos. Like, I don't know. They're not doing too well. But that, Colorado State has been ranked one of the worst. You know, they're, they're up there with, like, the University of Connecticut. Yeah, they're 0-4. Yeah, it's one of the worst football teams in the country. I'm loving every minute of that. I, man, if he comes to town 0-4 and beats Nevada, that'll just be embarrassing. Because we will have our raucous crowd of about 3,000 people out there. <laughs> Thanks a lot. It's the weather fans of Nevada. But uh, I hope everybody shows up because a Mackey Stadium holds about 30 grand. Hopefully, we'll get them all there. And we better beat this guy because, man, if we lose to Jay Norvell, oh, my goodness, we're not going to hear the end of it. But uh, I, I like the pack. But then the pack, I mean, they lost to Incarnate Word. So I don't really know how good they are. But uh, uh, that could be a tie in that game. It could be 0-0. <laughs> zero, zero but I'm going with Nevada. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, uh, other big games. Ooh, this is a pretty big game. Tennessee, who survived, you know, Florida. God damn it. They got a tough one this week. They are on the road at Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, taking on the 4-1. and one. Brian Kelly has turned it around at LSU, maybe? Uh, uh, number 8, Tennessee, LSU 25. Tennessee is a three-point favorite. 
at LSU, Tennessee a three-point favorite. Uh, that their loss, Tennessee's only, I mean, uh, LSU's only loss to year. One of the greatest football games I've ever seen. I don't know if you watched that against Florida State. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was an unbelievable game. Um, LSU wins that game at home. Yeah, I, I, I look, I don't ever go. They're lucky that this isn't a night game because a night game at Death Valley is a night game at Death Valley. You don't ever win those at, at LSU. Tennessee ain't winning this game, even though it's during the daytime at LSU. Yeah, yeah, I, I like I like LSU. I mean, you know, the, the Tennessee, I'm kind of impressed with them. You know, you know, back in the days when Peyton Manning was playing, well, they were always really solid, but uh, uh, they've really, they've been like in Nebraska where they really fall, fell off for a while. But uh, LSU is, is uh, they're, they're where they, they just keep rolling out good teams. And uh, I like LSU in this one. Yes, Andrew, I will say go Tigers, G-E-U-A-X or G-E-A-U-X, however they spell it down there in Cajun world. Go Tigers. Uh, Boy, who would have ever thought this was a a matchup? Number 17 TCU is on the road against undefeated 5-0, number 19 Kansas, and TCU is a a six-and-a-half point favorite. Yeah, I think, uh, boy, Texas Christian. Now, Texas Christian, aren't they out of, uh, they're out of, uh, um, uh, no, hold on, let me, let me I, I pride myself on my school uh, locations. Texas Christian, is that, is that, it is in Dallas, is it not? Fort Worth. Damn it. That's yeah. a suburb. You were close. You were close. Okay. okay. SM, uh, I, SMU I is in Dallas. The dream, the dream is over for yeah. Kansas. It's, uh, uh, TCU, yeah, they cover in that game. I think it's gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna see Kansas football back again. Okay, I hope so because I'm tired. I'm, I'm getting scared of seeing Kansas and Kansas State playing so well. Man, oh man, that is upsetting. Yeah. Um, does Arkansas bounce back this week? The three and two Razorbacks are on the road against the uh, number twenty three Mississippi State Bulldogs, coming off their win against A and M last week. Uh, well. Uh, Mississippi State, uh, Arkansas at Mississippi State. You know, I I, I I love the home team in this one. I'm going to go with uh, Mississippi State. Uh, I've just never been. I just think Arkansas. Uh, I, I they're the kind of team to me that you know they get into the the, the top 25 and they fall out or whatever. They just can never. Uh, they're. they're they're like an Iowa State to me. They have flashes of brilliance, but then they go back to their normal ways. So I like Mississippi State in this one. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know if the Warbird is listening. If the Warbird's listening, uh, he should pucker up here in just a second. Uh, BYU Notre Dame. BYU is ranked. Notre Dame is not ranked at two and two. Notre Dame is a three and a half point favorite, though. Okay, Notre Dame. We got. Touchdown, Jesus. We got the Mormons and the Catholics. This thing gets really deep. You know, I think the guy smashed all them statues in the Vatican the other day. Mm-hmm. I think he's a BYU fan. He sent him up there. But uh, so we got the uh, Mormons and the Catholic. Uh, what? Uh, come on. But Notre Dame's got to win this ball game. Uh, Notre Dame favored by three next. BYU, though, you know, they, I don't know how that school stays so good. And I give them props because they really do. They, you know, they, they, they're they consistent. They come out. They, 
and uh, they they play. Uh, they're always a good team, usually, you know. And it's just B. I mean, it's just BYU. Uh, how does? I mean, let's say you're a let's say you're a, a, a black kid from Chicago and a rapper. You're not going to go to BYU, but somehow no. they get him out there. No. You, you can't even go in the girls' dorm. No, I I stuck in the girls' dorm as much as I could. Did had a, did a lot of uh, community service, but, <laughs> but, but I did try to get in every time I could. So, but they're always a decent team. But I got a root for Notre Dame, and I think Rudy will be playing this week. Okay, so, okay, good to know. Um, Kansas State and Iowa State. Do we find Kansas. out if Kansas State is for real at four and one? Or is Iowa State going to bounce back? They're at three and two, and I'm kind of disappointed in them. Yeah, I really am too. I liked Iowa State last week. I liked them a lot, and then they lost. Um, Kansas State, Iowa State. Iowa State, Ames, Iowa, right up. It's a few miles, I think, north of uh, Des Moines. Gorgeous. Uh, they, they Gorgeous. Great, great uh, tailgate. One of the greatest tailgate uh, uh, thing, uh, situations in college football. Um, and spectacular uh, views. And what's that? And spectacular views. Oh yeah, yeah, spectacular views. Boy, we, you know, when you get if you when you get to your room at the Waldorf Astoria in Des Moines, <laughs> make sure you get the uh, lake view because it's incredible. You know, yeah. there, yeah, second to and, none. Uh, and then and, 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 and when you order, make sure you get your uh, full staff or your Olympia on ice. I mean, you have it delivered <laughs> to the room. I like Iowa State. They're at home. This is this is just a, to me the home team's going to win this ball game. K-State favorite. No, I think Iowa State, uh, they got a really good coach down there. I like Iowa State, this one. All right. Uh, I, I like Iowa State, too. I think Kansas State's bubble's about to burst. Last two games, the first one, I, I have to say a phrase because I only utter this phrase twice a year. Mm-hmm. In this game, Texas A&M is on the road at Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. To take on the Alabama Crimson Tide, and I will go ahead and give my pick right now. Roll fucking Tide. Okay, well, let's see. Now, let me see if I can find it. What's the uh, the point spread in that thing? Is, Alabama's uh, a 24-point favorite. Uh, Texas A&M, but they've really fallen off. Oh, it, uh, it, it breaks my heart. Year. It breaks my heart so much. Yeah, yeah, because Texas A College Station, Texas A and M. For those of you, the A and M is agriculture and military. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I like you know I I I I fill people with knowledge. It's what I do. Well, I, I and you know that's appreciated on this show. But see the way that that they spell it out, ATM. It's the college that goes ass to mouth. Whoa, <laughs> Texas A&M College Station, uh, boy, and this game is this game is in Tuscaloosa, correct? Yes, it's yeah, in Alabama. Ooh, wow, and Alabama rolls. I'm sorry, yeah, Texas A&M just doesn't have it. I believe that also be a rare CBS primetime game for you. It's all at five here, but uh, yes. I like Alabama to roll. And our final game of the weekend, the biggest game of the weekend, as it oh, always boy. is. The second weekend in October. Oh, it's glorious. The State Fair is up and running in, in Dallas. Fletcher's corny dogs have been had by all. And this weekend is the Red River Shootout. Where a certain team will have their quarterback back. 
After being knocked out by a dirty hit in the Alabama game, Quinn Ewers is expected back for the beloved Texas Longhorns as they battle on the Oklahoma Sooners that have lost two in a row and got royally thumped last week by TCU. The game's at the Cotton Bowl like it is every year. Texas is a seven-point favorite. Yeah, Texas. You know I, that was amazing to me that uh, that that blowout. I thought even when they were down, Oklahoma was down like a couple of touchdowns. I thought you watch the second half, they're going to come back and just well. I'm just used to Oklahoma doing that, especially you know when when Bob Stoops was there or Barry Switzer or, or mm-hmm. uh, Lincoln Riley even. But man, they just they just kept it rolling. That was crazy. Um, I just don't think they have. I I like Texas. I mean Texas. I don't know about the seven points, uh, but I think Texas wins that game uh, because uh, I just think Oklahoma. I just I was shocked by, by they 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 just don't have it. They just don't have it like they usually do. Because I'm touch rugby as a Nebraska fan, you know, I don't like Oklahoma. Oh no, you hate them almost as much as I do. Yeah, I, I mean I can't stand them, and and uh, but I mean I, I hate Colorado worse the the Buffaloes, but. Uh, uh, and of course, it's the Red River. Uh, what's it called now? The Red River rivalry from because- yeah, showdown or something. It used to be the shootout, but you can't have yeah. guns anywhere. Yeah, right. Same reason the Washington Bullets had become the Wizards. Exactly. Ooh, the Bullets. Yeah. too much shooting going on. Yeah. Uh, the uh, but I, so I'm going to go with your Longhorns. I'll take the Longhorns in this one uh, because I, I just hope with the state fair in town after the game's over, everybody can go have a, a nice time in Austin that night. Uh, the, the State Fair is in Dallas. The game is always on a neutral site in Dallas. Oh, yeah, there's no Dallas, right, Cotton Bowl, right, Cotton Bowl. And, and everybody right. can have a, a Fletcher's Corny Dog after the game, and Oklahoma fans, you're going to need to be soaking those in sorrow because it's going to get ugly this year. Steve Sarkazian is going to get some revenge, and it's if he has a chance to run it up, run it the fuck up. 77 to 3. That's my final score. Oh, come on. Yeah, well, I'll be watching Austin City Limits on PBS that night. Okay. All right. (laughs) Uh, Are you ready to go to the pro game, my friend? Yes, I am. Last week, Joe, you were 11 and 5. I'm a professional. Thank you. Last week, Arnie was 11 and 5. Wow, we're still tied up. Yeah. We are tied wow, up. This is going to be a, this is a battle. I think this is going to be I mean, our battle is probably it, I know one thing for sure. I'll tell you right now. Our battle uh, of picks is bigger, way bigger than the University of Connecticut versus Florida International game. Oh I'll god. Yeah. Right oh, now. amen. So, amen to but, that. But uh, but that's incredible. We're tied. Wow, man. This is I'm getting excited about this because yeah. I want to win this thing now. I, I definitely want to win. But last week, it was funny because I, I started off and I was like, okay, I ended the day super hot. You lost one game in the afternoon or later. The Texans was your last loss. I won everything after the Steelers game. I was like, oh, my God. And then the Rams fucking blew it for me on Monday night. But, hey, I'll take 11-5. For the season, we are both 25 and 22. 
man. We got that's like fifty-five percent. We got to get you know in order to make money at the sports book. If you want to make money because of the big or the juice they call it, whatever, because the sports book has to make, you've got to be at least fifty-nine percent to make money. So All right. we've got we got to pick up our game. All right, well, let's start here. Um, starting tonight on Prime Video, which I will not be watching tonight. The one, two, and one Colts are taking on the two and two Broncos. It's in Denver, and Denver is a three-point favorite. Boy, I tell you what, uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, he's you know, but I think that uh, you know what Russell Wilson and Ciara should do a, a episode of Wife Swap with uh, Tom Brady and and uh, Giselle. Maybe, Giselle's in might, for it. And Mike Giselle, into that. Giselle's in for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll do the wife swap. Yeah, Giselle's up for it. Yeah, Giselle. Giselle it might be a wife swap uh, plus, uh, you know, a group thing. Um, <laughs> little tramp. Anyway, um, I like the Broncos. I like the Broncos at home. Yeah, I mean, I hate this game. This game sucks because Matt Ryan is not uh, – the, the Colts, I, I just I, – I don't understand how they won last week against the Chiefs or two weeks ago whenever they beat the Chiefs. That was just disgusting. That should yeah. never have happened. And, and Matt Ryan, I would I would take Blaine Gabbert over Matt Ryan. I just don't like that guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now we go to Sunday. We got another game in London at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, sir. The 3-1 New York football giants, uh, Pip-Pip, will be taking on the Green Bay Packers. Also 3-1, Green Bay is an eight-point favorite. Yeah, Green Bay an eight-point. The Giants, this is always a little, a little weird. The Giants are a little, I mean, what is their record? They're only like 3-1 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they're 3-1. They just got pollywopped by the Cowboys. That was their, their loss. Oh, yeah, and, uh, uh, so, uh... But, but uh, the Packers are firing on all. I I believe on all cylinders. I don't. I'm hoping uh, they look like they're, they're they're playing like the Packers. But you know what? That's kind of we're because we're in London, and because a tailgate party will involve a bunch of people with strawberries and cream and bad teeth. I'm going with the Giants. Whoa, whoa, wow! The Giants. That is an upset pick. Um. Can 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 I can I tell you something, Joe? Yeah. I truly, truly hate the NFL London games, pretty I, much I, more than anything else in this world. I think I think they're dog shit. You know they they, they are. I don't like. But the thing I like about them is is that uh, you know if you 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 know you get up early. Uh, you you don't have to you don't have to what well, I don't know why Jimmy Johnson gets to stay in Miami for the pregame show and everybody else has to show up to the set. Because he's like, Jimmy Johnson. But, but you don't have to watch the pregame because you can watch. You get up early, you know, because you know me. I start my day with a brand muffin, a ten k run sure. every morning, and so it gives me a chance to something to watch. It's six thirty in the morning here, so I enjoy watching something to watch. But like you said, the the the, the crowd is just they don't know what they're watching and and. Uh, it is kind of uh, boring, but uh, it is something to watch. And for those betters, 
boy, you know, they've got cream Saturday and their college picks. Uh, it's you get right back in the saddle, 6.30 a.m. on Sunday morning. So uh, I, I, that, for that fact, I like it. But I'll, I'm, I'm going to take a huge upset, and the Giants win this thing. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Packers in this game. And I, I, like I said, I hate the London games more than anything. And I think they're dumb. Uh, let me help you out, Joe. If you want to wake up early and go to those games, move to Hawaii. You can get games at 6 o'clock in the morning all the time over there. Uh, this one will be at 3.30. I'll just be coming in. Yeah. After, having, after being on one of the uh, 18 blue Hawaiians in my old day, you know. <laughs> so, And, of course, they call, they call them the wankers there, not the Packers. Uh, all right. How about your beloved 1-3 Pittsburgh Steelers? Taking on the three and one Bills in Buffalo. Buffalo is a fourteen point favorite. I'll tell you right now, Buffalo's not cover. We got a little spark going ourselves with the new quarterback picking in there. Uh, the Steelers. I, damn it! No, no I, I mean I. I hate to say it, but the Steelers probably lose that ball game. I, I, if they win this game, I'm going to take the Bills because I don't think the Bills can lose this game. I really don't think they have a chance of losing this game. But I, I, I'll, I'll be sick to my stomach if, they, if this will be the one time that I bet, bet against the Steelers. Very rare. But if they win, I'll be sick to my stomach. But uh, uh, i, I got to go with the Bills. I don't see the Bills losing this thing. Isn't this a week that you wanted like the Steelers to take on somebody like the Browns? Or the Bears, because you do have that little spark, your new quarterback. And how about sparking that on the Bears or or the Browns, not on the Bills? The Texans or somebody. Yeah. yeah take all the Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season, and I don't. I just I I wouldn't bet on him having a winning one this year. Uh, I'm kind of I I never liked Trubisky. I never like Mitch Trubisky should be. He's like a he should be a FedEx driver or something, not a quarterback. <laughs> and uh, so I, I do like uh, I, I love the Steelers, but I don't see the Bills. I don't see how they can lose this game. Yeah, I I, I can't go against Bills Mafia. Uh, all right, next game up, we got the two and two Chargers. That's normal. Uh, taking on the two and two Browns, the the Chargers are a two and a half point favorite. The game's in Cleveland. Who the fuck cares? Right, I'm trying to find this one too. The Browns and the Chargers. Here we go. Uh, boy, uh, and you know. The, uh, I'm not going to take the Browns. The, the Chargers favored by three. I'm sticking with the home team on this one. I'm going to take the. I'm gonna, I'm going to take the Browns. I'm, I I like the Browns as well. I I don't like the Chargers on the road, and, and I just don't like this game. So I'm not going to put much thought into it. And that's I think it's what Jacoby Brissett. That's the Browns quarterback, right? Correct. Who would have ever thought? That the Jacoby Brissett is having a much better year than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Not Baker Mayfield. His uh, quarterback rating is like 15 or something. It's horrible. He's awful. I've been saying that for years, but nobody, everybody, oh, you just hate him because he went to Oklahoma. No, I hate him because he sucks. Um, all right. How about the Bears and Vikings? Oof. Two and two Bears on the road against the three and one Vikings. The Vikings are a seven and a half point favorite. Yeah, they they call that the black and blue division. I call it 
the 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 boring and 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 even worse division, the boring and boring division. Uh, this thing, I, I just I don't like this game. The over under is forty four. That the final in this will probably be six to three, and I think the Vikings win it. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings because the just the Bears do not excite me at all. Like like when you when when you think about like like teams that excite you, you think. You think the Lakers, that's an exciting team to watch. The Yankees yeah. can be an exciting team. But then all of a sudden you go Chicago Bears, and it's just like a giant kick to the scrotum. Yeah, it's just, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, they, they, I don't even think they, they, I don't think they've heard about the forward pass yet in Chicago. Oh, so, man. Well, yeah, when they start so running I that, I don't they like might that. Be something. Uh, I like the Vikings in this thing uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, have you ever been to Chicago? Yeah, I love Chicago. Chicago's a great city. It is a great city. Do you know that the most Poles, the Polish, the fine, a fine group of people, the Polish people, of course, Warsaw, Poland, is the city with the most Polish uh, residents. Second is Chicago. Chicago is has the second largest, um, uh, um, what am I saying? Uh, Population. Resident. Uh, what, what was the term I'm looking for? Population. Yeah, population of, uh, of of Polish people after Warsaw. I did not know that. Yeah, See? a lot of this, Poles. This, this yeah, is a, of, this and I don't know what Zimnepiwo means, but it's something in Polish. It's all over that town. <laughs> uh, all right, how about this one? How about the one in three Lions, who are scoring like a million points a game, are taking on the one in three New England Patriots? You know, the Lions, it's like an NBA All-Star game. Uh, so the Lions, boy, this, you know, the Lions at the Patriots. You got your, uh, your Matt Jones. You know, Bill, I think uh, Bill checks the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the key in this one. So I do like the Patriots. Um, is your boy Matt Jones playing? I'm not sure. He's got like a high ankle sprain, so they're not saying a whole lot about it right now. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, but I, I like the I, I like the uh, I like the Patriots in that upset special of the week coming right here. What? I am I am taking the Detroit Lions in this. This is going to be a gigantic upset. But they've been scoring so many points this year. I think they 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 outlast the Patriots this week. Okay. Yep. Uh, all Beautiful. right. The uh, two and two Seahawks are taking on the one and three Saints in New Orleans. New Orleans is a five and a half point favorite. Yeah, and, and I and I think Jameis. Who's who's the guy taking over for Jameis? Um, they they're putting another guy in. Oh, I don't uh, know. Have they bench Jameis? Yeah, I, I, I can't think of who it is. But the, I think the Saints bounce back. I think. Uh, uh, the Saints win this game um, outright. I know they're getting a few. Uh, they're getting. Oh no, the Saints are favored by five and a half. Yeah. They may not cover, but the 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 uh, the Seahawks, the Seahawks. Um, I I've always I've always disliked them. I don't. I hate Pete Carroll. Let's yeah, put it that yeah, way. Let, okay? uh, yeah. I can't stand that guy. You know, leave another program on practically the death penalty, buddy. Why don't you do that? Uh, so I like the I like the Saints to win this one. This is pro football. Any team can beat any team at any time. And uh, so, but uh, I like the uh, 
I like the home team in this one. I, I'm going to take the Saints just because I, I too, hate Pete Carroll. I, I can't stand him. Um, now this real game, quick, real quick, have you have you watched the series with Brian Cranston, Your Honor? I've only seen bits and pieces of it. Is it pretty good? Oh my gosh, it's incredible. Yeah, you got to start it from start to finish. It, it is incredible. It is it twists and turns. Yeah, you know, there's so many good shows out there now. But yeah, it's a really, really it takes place in New Orleans. Uh, it, really, really good show. Really, okay. really good show. All right, I'll check uh, that I, out. I, I highly suggest it. But yeah, I like I like New Orleans. Plus, uh, they got the, the hurricane. Hurricane decided to skip New Orleans for once. So. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, boy, oh boy, this team is riddled with all kind of controversy right now. The three and one Dolphins are on the road against the two and two Jets. Uh, I don't think Tua Takalogo is playing in this game. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I said, you know, I sent him some aspirin this weekend, you know, <laughs> to, to help out. I like to do my part. That poor kid, you know, I, what's amazing is to see you know, the game before when he got slammed his head down and he got up to run and he, and he fell over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He fell over you three know. times. It was like Trevor Burbick, Mike Tyson. Yeah, and then and then this one it's just even worse. You know, I mean, uh, a buddy of mine was asking, "How come they don't show the replay? They keep going. Why don't we get a replay?" I go, "Cause his mom is watching. She doesn't want to see her kid get killed a hundred times, okay? Yeah. Because like his hands were curled up. That was just brutal. Oh yeah, um, he was flashing gang that, signs and everything. Was, what's that? He was flashing game signs and everything. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Are you a crip or a blood tool? Uh, um, he, uh, they said that his brain stopped functioning, his brain stem, because your brain stem handles a lot of your stuff, you know. Right. Does, the brain doesn't need to, to, um, to do it because a lot of people like myself, that's why I'm a seven and five eighths uh, inch hat I wear because my brain is so big. Huge. And I, so full Huge. of knowledge. Yes. That my bad, that's why I have such a big head. Right, right. That's, and, uh, what, that's what I've heard. That's you. You've heard that, right? I, and uh, uh, boy, I tell you what, uh, I'm gonna. I don't know why I keep liking the Jets, but I do. I, I I'm gonna go with the Jets. I like the Jets at home. I like the Jets at home just because Miami's fucked. Miami is yeah. so screwed because they they played this kid and they shouldn't have, and they pretty much ruined his life. They're telling him he should retire. I yeah, mean, that, I mean, that, he that's not, sad. He's not playing for the rest of the year. He probably should retire. Like yeah. Uh, all right, how about, oh, God damn, there's some shitty games. The Falcons, who are 2-2, two and two, are on the road against the 2-2 two and two Buccaneers. Tampa's a nine-point favorite at home. Okay, uh, yeah, the Buccaneers' favorite at home. Uh, they had the hurricane, too. Oh, but, you know, uh. I think the breakup between Tom and Giselle caused that whole hurricane. I, it could the, be. It could be that, yes. It's the butterfly effect. It's what happened. It truly and, is. Uh, but uh because a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the fans of the Buccaneers won't be there because Tom Brady's legal team will be there. So uh, <laughs> I like the visiting team in that one. I'm gonna go with the visitors. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I, look, I, I think the only thing that's getting Tom through the days is thinking about football and probably all the escorts that are being sent to his rooms. Um, I, I, I think the Buccaneers went at home easy in this game. 
Um, how about the Titans, the two and two Titans against the god awful Washington Commandos, who are one and three? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, uh, boy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Titans and the Commandos. Really, I mean. Okay, first off, everybody in Tennessee goes to the volunteer game, okay? No, right. So, uh, not that, you know, the Titans. Um, commanders win this game at home. I, I'm going to give it to the Commanders. Or the Redskins, I'm sorry. I, I, I refuse to call them. You know, the, the, the ones I refuse to change, they're the San Diego Chargers, they're the Washington Redskins, and then the Cleveland Indians, and that's fine. I'll take that to my grave. There you go. Uh, I will also take, because a rule on the show is, uh, I cannot take any teams from Tennessee. I am taking the Commandos. Because you had to involve your legal team. With right, that. yeah. Okay. Otherwise, it gets all malarkeyed up. Um, <laughs> how about the 0-3 Houston Texans? I'm sorry, 0-3-1. Uh, taking on the 2-2 two two upstart Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, remember when, when Blaine Gabbert, who just retired, he said he had a quiet retirement. Bro, we nobody even knew you were around still. I, I don't no. know where you retired from. I mean, but... but uh, you got a quiet uh, he career. Was, he was the NFC Championship, I think, that year, his rookie year. Um, but uh, yeah, the Jaguars, uh, they're at home. They, Jaguars laying seven points. That's crazy. Um, Texans get their first win. I'm getting nutty this week. I'm just gonna go crazy this week. I'm gonna wow, take the Texans. You you are going nutty because I'm I, I'm I'm on board with the Jags. Winning two weeks in a row, they're on fire. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's a, that's like the, that that's like the second coming of Christ for a two <laughs> a two game winning streak for the Jaguars. So, uh, how about the two and two 49ers on the road? They are a six and a half point favorite on the road against. The the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, that's uh, the, now because on my thing I have here, I, I I suppose I can look it up, uh, but if I uh, real quick, but uh, because of uh, boy, because of injury, I uh, or who's going to start? There was no line uh, for a while. You know they keep when there's because I don't is is Trey playing. Trey. Is it Trey Lance, correct? Yeah. Oh no, he he's out. Uh, it, it, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy's in then, huh? I believe um, I haven't heard any different. I like the Niners in this one. Yeah, I I like the 49ers as well. The, the Panthers suck. I mean, Baker Mayfield's their starting quarterback. They suck. Yeah, All he's right. having a horrible, horrible year. <laughs> I don't see many commercials featuring him this year. <laughs> Matthew Stafford finally has commercials out now that are national. Um, all right, my beloved Dallas Cowboys, three and one on the road at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. What? What? Uh, Inglewood, I was up to no good. Taking on the L.A. Rams. Uh, Trey is out for the season, by the way. Um, the Rams are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Okay, and I believe because the game is in Inglewood, um, all bitches be crazy are free of charge in that game. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But if I, You know what? I like – you know, I like that Cooper kid. I'm going to go with your Cowboys. I yeah. like the Cooper kid. I love him. And I think he, I saw a meme. He said, yeah, yeah, they're talking crazy. Like, uh, like you're going to 
like, uh, you're going to take that job. And uh, Cooper says to Zach, you know, like, uh, what job, buddy? You don't have one. (laughs) (laughs) Cooper, you don't have a job, bro. So I like Cooper. I like, I'm going to go with that. How about them? How about them Cowboys? Oh, and Cooper, we trust, baby. I'm going to ride the Cooper train until he throws me off. I love Cooper Rush. Hell, I want a Cooper Rush jersey now. Uh, I look. I think it's going to be the toughest game that, that Cooper Rush ever has, and I'll pick the Cowboys. But I, I don't. I don't necessarily see him winning. But you know, wow. it is what it is. And the crazy, there's going to be two Coopers in this game. Oh my gosh, Cooper Cup and Cooper Rush. I know. Too bad it couldn't be Cooper to Cooper. Maybe. Maybe someday. Maybe. Uh, all right. The Eagles and the Cardinals. Next game up, the 4-0 and Eagles taking on the 2-2 two and two Cardinals. Philly is a five-point favorite in Arizona. Right. Uh, this one is my upset special of the week. Cardinals win that game. I, Whoa. You guys, you guys that hate, all you people out there that hate that little Kyler kid, he's got some talent. That kid, he can, he stays alive. He, you know, he's got legs. He can throw. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be honest. Even though he's an Oklahoma Sooner, was he not? Yes. Yeah, I like him. I do kind of like him. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Uh, I hate him. I hate their head coach. But even before Murph picked this, I was feeling the Cardinals on this game. Somebody, It's time for the Eagles to wake up. And, oh, I think this would be great if somehow Kyler did that to him. So I, yeah. I, I'm taking the Cardinals as well. The Sunday night game. Not a bad game on Sunday night. Not too shabby. In Baltimore where the Ravens will be at home taking on the 2-2 two and two Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are a three-point favorite. Yeah, well, the good thing about this game, what stinks about this game is, you know, we had a chance to either lose Al Michaels or Collinsworth, and we lost Al Michaels, yeah. which is really crappy because we now we have to still listen to, to, to Collinsworth. And what's even worse is that his... his uh, Dorky kid, yeah, got a bastard job, kid. I stand looking at that guy. I'd rather look at RG three. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I, so I, 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 boy, I, I'm gonna take the. You know what, the Bengals. I think the Bengals win that. I, I, I hate the Ravens. Um, they're always giving the Steelers problems. But uh, this is an AFC North uh, divisional matchup, and I do like the Bengals. Ever since. Uh, you know, uh, Burrow's not as Samson. When he lost his hair, he didn't get, like, worse. I think he got a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I, I am, I, you know, the Bengals have disappointed me this year. And I, I it, now, if they wear those cool white jerseys again, I might have to re-pick this. But I'm going to go ahead and pick the Ravens in this game. I think this is kind of a must-win for the Ravens. I think it's an early must win. Yeah, I mean, you know, must win. You know, that's, I love the saying, you know, that's why they play the game. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a must win. People are like, oh, well, well, they still got to go out and play. But, uh, yeah, I I like the Bengals. I like the Bengals, especially getting points. Uh, I'll I'll take the Bengals on the road. Um, Because in Baltimore, you may not even make it to the game. Maybe not. It depends on if you cross the wire. If you cross the wire, you're fucked. You cross the wire. Yeah, you're done, bro. I mean. All right, last game on Monday night. You have the Las Vegas Raiders coming off their first win of the season, 
taking on the 3-1 Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. The Raiders on Monday Night Football. Things are right in the world. I know, the Raiders. I think John Madden should call that game. Oh, that'd be great if he could. Yeah. Boom, pow. Uh, I like the, uh, I'm sorry, the Raiders. I mean, Nevada's NFL team, which I thought would never happen, but we do have an NFL team now. But uh, I think the Chiefs come back and win this one. But I think it's a tight one. I think they win it by a field goal. But I like the Chiefs. Yeah, this one, look. Kansas City at Kansas City, you, 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 it, it's tough to pick against Kansas City when they're at home, especially when it's a game like this. I'm taking Kansas City all day long. Now, Tony Gonzalez or Chad or Kelsey? Boy, that you know that is a that that's such a great argument because you sit there and you you can have this and nobody ever talks about the greatest tight ends. Nobody right. ever talks about that. And I mean, we could put in a bunch of other people. You could put in um, Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow, not his son, because his son was a de- deviant. Um, you could put in Shannon Sharp, because Shannon Sharp was spectacular. Uh, yeah. Jay Novacek of the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have a lot of these guys, but in your initial question, I would say Tony Gonzalez. Probably he leads by like, he's, he's like I think I don't want to say I, I don't know for sure I, it might be I know several hundred yards in, in receiving board, but but what one of the games that what what is he commentator is he commentator on Thursday night football correct I believe so I'm not sure though Even the woman and not and the other three announcers there uh, Tony had to have a blanket while they were out on the field because he was cold he had to have gloves and a blanket and so. You know, I was like, okay, I'll take Kelsey then. I mean, because yeah. come on, guy. I mean, Kel- I mean, it, it's such a good argument because you yeah. sit there and you go, wow, Kelsey. I mean, we left out Gronk. You got to have Gronk yeah. in there somewhere. Gronk, right. I mean, right. I, 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 you look at these guys and they've, they've turned that position into such a, a, a specialized – Jason Witten. Fucking, you got to put Jason Witten in that conversation. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of great tight ends, and you know that's uh, was uh, when Tom Osborne was 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 coaching. You know, run, 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 and then after they just they're so used to the run, but when he did toss it, it was the tight end over the middle. You know, and it was yeah. always a, uh, the, the tight end always had the most receiving yards in Nebraska when they were just all run oriented. But uh, I like Kelsey probably, I, but 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 Tony Gonzalez. I mean, how can you? How can you? I mean, he's the all-time leading uh, receiver or all-time leading uh, yards and tight end. So I mean, he he was great. And uh, you see, you know, you used to see, uh, you know, America's the great melting pot, mm-hmm. and you know, you used to see they were all kickers that had Hispanic names. But you're seeing a lot of a lot of Hispanic, uh, a lot of Hispanic names now playing American football. Oh uh, God, yeah. I mean, you look at Munoz. It, look, right. they, they, they've had – it is – it was, you know, just a kicker's league for a long time, and then they started playing, and, and it's worked out well. But, yeah, I think Kelso or Kelsey, whatever his name is, right now, because he gets featured a lot, a lot of people are, are living and dying on him. Yeah, and, and, of course, the greatest field goal kicker of all time, Ray Finkel. Oh, of course, you have to have Ray Finkel in there. You can't miss with that. 
No, you can't answer that. Just make sure the laces are out, buddy. <laughs> All right, Joe, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you so much, my friend. I love it. I appreciate it. Always have fun. It's good talking to you, Arnie. And, hey, uh, t- I hope you're, you know what? It's, uh, you, you may want uh, to get your favorite blanket because you're going to get a butt chicken this weekend. Oh, man. Man, oh, man, Joe's talking some smack there. Okay. I'm talking to talk. I'm, I'm talking to fire up. I'm a, when, one day you're going to turn on YouTube, and they're going to say, the biggest trash talker, Joe Murphy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Tell me to, <laughs> yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. to get a blanket that I'm going to get my butt kicked. Whoa, yeah, that, that you is You have to low. curl up and sob a little bit. Get mm. the people, you know, you love around you because it's going to be it's gonna be hard for you, kid. But All you'll right. bounce back. I well, know you will. I appreciate that. Hey, be sure to say uh, the, that the show said hello to Giselle. Oh, I will. I totally will. We're, we're doing a Zoom in about an hour. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> All right, Joe, have a great weekend, my friend. All right, all right, right on, brother. See ya. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy and his his newfound love of Giselle Boonchkin. You got to love that Joe Murphy. Hey, Joe, my mom wants you to go to her place again for breakfast. She said she wants you to scramble her eggs and eat her bacon. Must be some cook because she seemed pretty excited to have Joe over again. Oh, Joe, no.
got you Through the darkest of your days If a great wave shall fall And fall upon us all Without a hope there's someone out there Who can bring me back to you If I that a little, little, little theme music there a little movie themes there if you leave from pretty and pink i'm all right from caddyshack and then the last one from love actually great holiday movie by the way um you, you know look there was nothing better well i love my job at the water park my job at the water park was so fantastic uh, the pool morning crew, we got to clean all the pools. We'd scrape, you know, we'd, we'd keep a lot of the shit that we found. Money-wise, yeah, but like trinkets and stuff we never kept. But we loved that. And you, like the lifeguarding job, being a lead, that was a lot of fun. There was only one drawback, and that was Caddyshacks. And that's what we had. We, we called them Caddyshacks because of the movie. And it was, by, by the way, no, it was not a snicker bar. It was a Baby Ruth. By the way, Baby Ruth sink. The, the movie is not very, this is what you should do. You should get that snicker bar or Baby Ruth and get it wet and glistening and leave it next to the pool. 
Don't throw it in the water. Leave it next to the pool. That way people will think that somebody turded right there on the pool and then kick it in. Go, oh, my God, duty, and then kick it in, and then people will freak out. Not that I encourage that kind of behavior, but, I mean, if you wanted to have fun. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, and, and we'd get calls. It, it, and, like, we had a, a, a kitty area. We had, like, a pirate ship, and the water was, like, four inches. And, yes, we know kids can drown four inches. You have to watch them. And it, that, the, the work in the kiddie pool, man, that was the worst. A lot of times we would just go hide up on the, uh, the, the pirate ship unless it smelled too much like shit because every damn kid that walked in, went to that water park took a dump on that damn pirate ship. Man, you'd have to pressure wash that thing out so often. Oh, that was so that, that was so nasty. And you'd always get calls of Caddyshack in the, in the kiddie pool. Oh, God. Hated that rotation. Yeah, I don't know what it was with water parks and kids. They just lost their minds when it came to shitting everywhere. But yes, taking notes. Yeah, do the do the uh, the 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 candy bar prank, but wet the candy bar and leave it by the next to the pool, and then go. And if it's crowded, go. Oh my God, somebody pooped, and then just like kick it in. See what kind of uproar you can start there. You know, that wet candy bar idea, that might work in a lot of places. You might want to try this. Maybe, maybe get a wet candy bar. Drop it in, I don't know, a Walmart aisle. And go up to one of the older women that is working there, because that's all that work there, are old and older ladies. Go up to one of the older ladies and say, ma'am, I, I think there's a, a doo-doo on the floor back there. Because the older ladies will not clean that up. They are cleaning some youngster. To, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm not cleaning up turds. Oh, it'll be, it, it will so be worth your time. Explain that one to your wife or your girlfriend. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to wet this candy bar down, and we're going to say that somebody pooped in the middle of the aisle. You've never seen the movie Caddyshack? Caddyshack is one of the greatest movies of all time. Let alone, it, it's the greatest golf movie of all time. I haven't seen Caddyshack. Oh, gosh. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, that prank would be so awesomely played. But you have to go to one of the older women. Not one of the old women. One of the older women. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Yeah, somebody defecated over here. And try to use the most clinical word you can see. Because that way they won't see it as a prank coming. If you go, hey, somebody just shit over there. That's not good. See, you have to be. This is the, this is the way that pranks get, get, get ruined. Is people ruin them. By by out outthinking themselves. Excuse me, ma'am. Some someone defecated over there. They used the restroom. 
Is JW in it? JW. No, John Wayne is not in it. No. First half, <laughs> Pammy hates John Wayne. Now she's never seen Caddyshack. It's almost like she lacks a penis. Uh, Zax is not a fan of the Tin Cup. I, I love Tin Cup. Tin Cup is a great movie. But Caddyshack will always outshine it. Tin Cup is fantastic. I love Tin Cup. That and Dead Solid Perfect, the Randy Quaid movie, are the three best golf movies. Caddyshack, uh, Tin Cup, and Dead Solid Perfect. That's all you ever need to see for golf movies, are those three movies. Dead Solid Perfect is more life on the tour, what it's like. It's a fantastic movie. If you can get it, I, I highly recommend it. But I love Tin Cup. Who I don't love, Khloe Kardashian. Especially when she decides that she wants to squash everything with Kanye. And and she's doing it over social media, too. Look, hey, is your new show on Hulu not doing well? Is that what this is? That we're getting everybody to come to the, the Kardashians camp? We had Ray J recently, you know, giving them all sorts of credibility and, and notoriety. I don't think this story that we did about Kim today is anything that's planted because this is going to be bad for her. But Kanye is basically saying that the Kardashians kidnapped his child on her birthday. He had a fucking call and get directions from Travis Scott. Kanye's walking around the world right now with a Balencia mouthpiece in. Why I, I don't I, I, I don't under don't I just don't understand him. Chloe she texted back to him, Yee, I love you. I don't want to do this on social media, but you keep bringing it here. You're the father of my nieces and nephews. I'm trying to be respectful, but please stop tearing Kimberly down and using our family when you want to deflect. Again, with the birthday narrative, enough already. We all know the truth, and in my opinion, everyone's tired of it. You know exactly where your children are at all times. You wanted separate birthdays. I have seen all the texts to prove it. And when you changed your mind and wanted to attend, you came. Like you have pointed out yourself, she is the one taking care of your kids 80% of the time. Please leave her and the family out of it so the kids can be raised peacefully. I come from a place of love, and I'm happy to continue this conversation privately if you wish. And then Kanye decided to respond. You are lying, and are liars, y'all. Basically kidnapped Chicago on her birthday. This is all in caps. That's why I'm speaking so aggressively. So she could remember her father not being there. Trav gave me the address of my child's party. That's how y'all play with the black fathers. Y'all also threw a party before Psalm's birthday when I was flying back from Japan to be there for his birthday. And the first I heard about it was seeing pictures of a party online. Also, I should see my children 100% of the time. But since there's a separation, it should have been 50% of the time. Of all the time, y'all wouldn't have played with Donda like that in Jesus' name. Well, Kanye, Kanye, there are these little uh, inventions that are called commas and periods. 
and they work wonderfully in sentences. Get off social media with this bullshit. If you really care, you wouldn't ask for peace on fucking Instagram. Oh, I look, it to me this is just nothing more than them marketing their show. Do I think Kanye's insane? Yes. Absolutely batshit fucking crazy. And I think the Kardashians are playing him like the card he is. Look, look, he he's Kanye's an idiot. Kanye thinks he's the next coming of Christ. He he's got he's got some issues. And they know he has issues and they know exactly what to push to get those issues to come out to watch him spiral because once he starts spiraling the Kardashians look like they're the victims. They're all implicit in this. They're all a part of it. Each and every one of them. I believe Ray J. I believe that Chris watched three different videos of her daughter getting plowed by a guy, and they picked out the best one. That's got to take... I don't know what kind of talking into that would go. Hey, honey, we need you to make this sex tape. That way you'll become popular for no reason. Do you mind? Like, like, could you have that conversation with your kids? Hey, uh, buddy, I'm going to need you to make a sex tape. Give me three forms of it, finish three different ways, and then I'll get back to you which one's the best. Just taking on Dr. Phil already. That'd be fantastic. Okay. Kanye, you're you're, you're nuttier than squirrel shit in the wintertime. So... And by the way, Kanye has been spotted at Fashion Week all over. Every week is Fashion Week somewhere in the the world. And God damn, these people in their fashion. It's so fucking terrible. Oh, all right. Let's see. Um, this, next, this, is, this is gross. This is disgusting. This is pornographic in every wrong way. There. Oh, dear God. Nobody wants to see that. Are you kidding me? Hold on. I got to answer this text. What sane person has the talk with their kid and Robert Kardashian isn't dead and is hiding, right? I mean, where is Rob Kardashian? All right. Get ready for this. Nah, I'm not ready for it. I, I, I don't want to do this. World's oldest supermodel, Carmen Del Orfis, that's her name, 91, poses topless. <laughs> there it is. 
little bit more. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, thank you so much. For risque magazine shoot before teaming up with 69-year-old fashion star Beverly Johnson for a stunning cover shot. Um, I guess this gal first appeared in Vogue when she was 16, so that's when Vogue was printed on paper. Um, she, she stripped down for this, oh, God, there she is, oh, come on, at 90-something years old, man, you gotta be careful with that, don't you? Like, 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 she's not, I, I, she ain't like that weird show, y'all ever see that show, the, the the extreme cougar show where there was some gal that was like in her late 80s or whatever dating 26 year olds that that that's just it and the 26 year old be like yeah i took her home why are you bragging about that she's 80 she's 86 does she have a boob job they're not showing any of her naked pictures it don't look like it she just looks like a a, a 90 year old model She's an attractive gal, I guess, but she's she's 91. I mean, that's the whole thing. You look at her and you go, yeah, no, I don't think I could finish to that. There's too many liver spots. She like she got like granny panty type things on too. Oh, Beverly Johnson was the first black chick to pose on uh, uh, Vogue. So I guess they did this cover shoot together for New York Magazine or something. Back in my day. You think she talks like that old saloon-like worker? Back in my day, girl. You'd be lucky to get a cup of water for a quarter. There's a Santa Fe newspaper article from 1870 about Billy the Kid being caught jerking off to a drawing of her. <laughs> I'd like to see Sophia Loren naked even though she's in her 80s. I, you know, I, I, I'll take the, if you can get me nude photos of Sophia Loren when, like, in grumpy old men's stage, I, I'll see that. But that was about it. That was about the end there. At 91, what is she modeling? Bloomers and parasols? She's modeling. You know what? She she should be a corpse model. You, you could do this. There's a whole industry right there. You could model like you could model uh, 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 caskets. See how your loved one will look in this lap of luxury casket. I mean, who wouldn't who wouldn't want to see casket commercials? She she's modeling depends. Adios, familia. I'm gonna dig up a nude of Susan B. Anthony and sit on the toilet. There you go. Oh man, world's oldest supermodel. All right, well enjoy that. Thanks for getting nude for us.
This is never what you want to find when you get a, a, a can of, uh, of fruit. The last thing that you want to find in a can of fruit is probably a dirty syringe. Yeah, that one, that, 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 that's so fun. It happened, it, it recently happened in Perth. That's in Australia. That's the other city in Australia. Oh, crikey's. Is that a syringe? Man discovers syringe floating in uh, a can of peaches he bought from Kohl's. And he'd been eating the fruit with his wheat mix every day for two weeks. He'd just been eating like one out of there, and then finally he just he opens it up, and boom, there's a syringe in there. He says he, he's a bit turned off by peaches now. I might go to pears. He's now sharing his story to warn others as he's called for a product recall to be started. Gold Reef Peach Halves in Syrup. This would be like, you know, Dole Peaches. You're, you're opening that up. Dole Peaches, they're pretty good. They're not too shabby. Open the can a little bit. Wait, see, this is the thing. We once did a show a long time ago about what all is allowed to be in, like, canned goods and stuff. And I don't know what it is about the canned fruit, but I always think about it in canned fruit. Anything else in canned, I'm not worried about. Canned tamales, don't care. Canned beans, don't care. Canned fruit, that's just one of those I'm like, oh, okay. That one's just bad. It, I, I think that would, not that I have a lot of uh, fruit in my diet as it is, but I think that if that ever happened to me, if I found a, a syringe in my tin of pears or peaches or pineapples, I think I would be done for quite some time. I would just say quite some time I'd be done. Sassy Pammy says, I dislike peaches almost as much as I dislike John Wayne. Okay, boy, that, that's a, a, an extreme dislike. This does not, this story does not help you with your hatred of peaches. When you find a dirty syringe in there. I mean, you got to get tested out, right? You have to get tested out. Find a syringe in your peaches that you've been eating. First of all, how do you just eat one at a time? How do you not dump those out and then put it in like a tin and keep it in the fridge? Oh, you're Australian. You're weird. Okay. Let's see, uh, looking at what else can we do? I guess some British gal got into it with Kate today, some Irish gal. Nice to meet you, uh, but it would have been better if you were in your own country. Ireland belongs to the Irish. Kate is heckled by a woman who wouldn't let go of her hand while she was shaking it. That lady's lucky she wasn't shot.
Uh, do they something? Do they know something we don't? U.S. stocks up on three hundred million dollars worth of radiation sickness drug, but officials insist it has nothing to do with Vladimir Putin's nuclear threats. No, nothing to do here. We're just we're just stocking up on this. Want to make sure that we have enough just in case something were to happen, like I don't know, a nuclear bomb going off. But that's clearly not going to happen. Nothing to see here. All right, final story of the day. Here we go. This is so ridiculous. This this got to be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Are you ready for the stupidity? Because it's here. It, people, it is here. Uh, Jamie Gooch of Troy, Texas, is urging parents, not only in her home city of Troy, but all over the state, not to let their children watch the PG-rated movie Hocus Pocus 2 because the show could cast spells in their homes. That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! I said it. I said, I said it! That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! She goes on to say, a worst-case scenario is, you unleash hell on your kids and in your home. The mom of three said, it grieves me. The thought of exposing our kids to darkness. In a viral social media which has since been made private, she encouraged other mothers to be the gatekeepers of our homes and monitor what is watched. She goes on to say that the truth about witches and warlocks in this satanic church is that they abuse and sacrifice children in their spiritual rituals. CNN can eat my dirty socks! And lo and behold, that wasn't a coinky dink That was the providence of God. (laughs) So we'll say what we want to, Skippy Lou. And the IRS and the FBI and everybody we've been turned into can eat my dirty socks on live TV. I practiced preaching to billy goats at the Good Shepherd Children's Home. They said, Amen, Brother Greg. And your little dog, too. Take this microphone and bust you in the mouth with it. Now McDonald's talking about witches. Give them out tarot cards and Happy Meals. Don't fall victims to the schemes of hell, she warned, admitting she has fallen victim a time or two. This is all stemming from the movie Hocus Pocus 2. God damn, I love religious people so much. Oh, we can't watch that. Because that, 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 might, that might leave spells. That might unleash spells. Oh, please say that we have her talking. There's her and her weird family. All these kids are that that little fat one there. He gets beat up all the time. Um, After all, the whole movie is based on harvesting and purity of children's souls that witches may live on. What is happening when we watch these films? We are subjecting our minds to, we are welcoming them into our homes, our families. Or 
you can just choose to not watch it and shut the fuck up. So a Christmas for or a Ouija board for Christmas may not be a good idea. Oh, that would that 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 would set fires in her house. Don't fall victims to the schemes of hell. She fell in the trap a time or two and had to endure spiritual warfare because of it. Really, spiritual warfare. All because of the original Hocus Pocus. Look, I'll say this. If you don't want to see Hocus Pocus, don't feel bad. It's shitty. It's got Bette Midler. It's got two of the ugliest women ever in Hollywood, Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker. I include woke alerts in this week's kid movies, but I don't even know how to take this lady into account. You don't take ladies like this into account because she's a fucking nut. She thinks that a shitty Disney movie about three old witches is going to lead you to satanic rituals. No, no, it, it it's not. I, I, I'm just here to, to ruin your day. It's not, lady. If your kids see Hocus Pocus, they're probably going to get made fun of because you have two boys that look like they want to get beat up all the time, and you, you subjected them to seeing Hocus Pocus, a PG-rated movie. I just fast forward through the spells because I I do believe you can invite negativity in your home with all kinds of different things. Jesus Christ. Whatever you do. All right. That is going to do it for us today. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Tomorrow, Friday, it's here. Thank God. Thank God it's Friday. We'll have a great Friday show. Um, Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Thursday. And adios, everybody. Life's tough. When you die, there ain't no rhyme or reason why It comes right at you, see you do what you do Love's great, until it's not hearts break But the world don't stop when it rains, man, it pours You can't change the course, you can wish on a star But if it ain't in the cars, let it go Sometimes you gotta let it go Landing on wash on under the bridge Blow it a kiss, give it a rest Cause it is what it is, time flies While you save it all up But someday, this'll all be dust It's all just stuck, it ain't never enough Take it with you, so you might as well just let it go. Yeah, you really.
Waiting to arrest him.